Hey, it's Figgy Fig, and I got to tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness. I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years, and finally, I decided to get it checked out with Dr. Pittman. After my first two appointments, my neck and back felt amazing. My body feels rejuvenated, and I actually walked out the office faster than when I walked in. And you can have that same feeling. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specializes in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, and so much more. Make your appointment today, 346-774-2887. That's 346-774-2887. Or you can check them out online at PCAWellness.com. That's PCAWellness.com. And tell them Figgy Figs sent you. In honor of Drake, I gotta, I gotta bump in with some uh, stuff that was inspired. That that's that's uh, that I would probably say Drake got inspired from. Okay, some David Guetta. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> so you qualify. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just We about to go to H&M, y'all So let's get down, <laughs> let's get down to business Mama, please don't want to love me Mama, mama, my heart's beat Friends keep telling me to leave Let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Let's go One more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights just like this So let's get down, let's get down to business We ain't Abercrombie and Fish, y'all Drake album, y'all. I hope y'all ready for this. It might be a good 15 minutes. Y'all ready for this Drake album? some hip hop man let me play some hip hop man hip hop what's that what's that old shit that we was on the new way rest in peace to a legend Tupac
had to keep it hip hop, man. We can't have our street cred go down the drain like that. I know, man. We mob ties so far until we review this Drake album. Real lounge music. I know. <laughs> Let's go. Shout out to the YouTube viewers. You're killing me. Shout out to the people on Twitch. Don't be phony because I hate it when you act like. You don't know me, I've been stressing in the spotlight. I want the fame, but the industry's a lot like. I'm black day. I got a gold kick with you every minute. Another show. And even though I'm known for my one night stand. Where the bitches at? Let's go. We're going to break down this Drake album. Honestly, whatever. Let's go. Hey, this beat was so cold, man. <laughs> it was, man. Produced by the one and only. Did somebody remake this beat? Yeah, I'd ra yeah, no, I'd rather they not. I hope they don't. This, this beat is crazy. It don't, it don't even sound like a Devontae swing beat, man. Yeah, it don't. And it's still good today, though, man. Yeah. You know, you know how certain stuff don't travel well with time. This travel well with time to me. Happy birthday, Tupac. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Tupac Shakur. He would have been 51 years old today, man. That's yeah. crazy. 51. So he was like, what, 24, 25 when he died? Yeah. Yeah. Man, man young, man. Super young, man. I still think about that to this day. I remember the day he was killed. And um, I was sitting there by the radio. Yeah, and same were, here. They heard just, about on the radio, yeah. Yeah. I was just glued to the radio as a kid. And they was playing all of his music. And I'm like, damn, man, he really died. And and this is and now it's kind of weird when you think about it now because my parents were so upset. My mom was crying a little bit. And I just remember people so sad. I'm like, dang. 
Like, he really died. And then, you know, I, I was a kid back then, so I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really know too much about the East Coast, West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. And and then a year later, I want to say Biggie died. And so it was like, damn, I'm thinking, you know, these guys, you know, they just killing each other type thing. So I'm like, you know, now when I look at it, it's just like, damn, th- these guys are so young, man. And just imagine if that didn't happen. Like what? Like how will we look at Tupac to this day, <laughs> or how will we look at Biggie? So. Yeah, I mean it's hard to tell, man. Like honestly, it's it's impossible. I feel like Tupac would have went to prison likely after he jumped that dude and it was caught on camera because yeah. he was on probation. What up, Tab? We see you on the YouTube. What's what up, going on, man? Streaming world. We live on Twitch. We live on YouTube and all that. Uh, reflecting on the uh, Tupac Shakur's life. It was his birthday this week. So, yeah, man, I think about that a lot. I think about how the game would be different if Pac was alive, if Biggie was alive. Uh, I don't think anything in hip-hop would really have been the same, dog. Like, it's so yeah. much. But then again, like, that also, I don't want to say it was really a good side to it, but it kind of slowed down the bullshit for a minute. Yeah. yeah. When both of them died. Like the East Coast, West Coast shit got squashed pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, people started until 50 Cent came and then really brought the beef back to New York. <laughs> yeah. Like there there was years of like it, it was more somber, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, there, I'm not going to say like it was cool. Like I'm sure Ice yeah. Cube and fucking some people still have problems with people. But for, for the most part, it was uh, dialed back a lot. And that needed to happen, man, because shit was getting hot. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I I often think about too if they if they still were alive, how how would the top ten rappers of all time look? Yeah. Because yeah. you know we had this conversation all the time, uh, and me personally, this is my take. I feel like we wouldn't look at Tupac or Biggie <laughs> like we look at them now if they were still around, because we have no idea if Biggie would still be you know, Biggie uh, mm. over the next five years. And, you know, the same thing with Tupac. Like, I think, I feel like Tupac would probably, he'd probably be in more movies and stuff like that because he was super talented. Yeah. But he might be somewhat on the Snoop level, type of level with that notoriety. And um, mm-hmm. I think, I feel like Tupac would probably be, we'd probably look at, Tupac like we look at Snoop uh, just the, uh, somebody I feel like a lot of people really don't appreciate what Snoop did during his time in music Yeah, and it's just hey that's just Snoop and you know if he would have passed it would have he probably would have been top three top four or some shit mm-hmm. so I, I wonder if we would even appreciate people like Tupac if he was still living like that I don't know because I mean, there's a lot of people we d- still give our flowers to. A lot of people alive that we still say are some of the best rappers of all time. Yeah. Um, but you have to wonder: Would Tupac age more like an Ice Cube? Yeah. You know, because Tupac was in a lot of movies. He was really getting into acting. I feel like at some point he would have transitioned, and you can't do like the thug role forever. Yeah. You know, I think I think he would have been somewhat probably a, a better Ice Cube. I would say. Yeah. Because, you know, Tupac obviously had, he probably had better music than Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. And he was, 
uh, way more known than Ice Cube. And I think he um, he probably would have played in bigger movies, to be honest. Yeah. I think Ice Cube, Ice, I, I respect Ice Cube so much for creating his own shit. Because a lot of stuff he created his own. And even, you know, people always laugh at him for the kid movies he did. But he decided to do that. He did that shit. Yeah. So to show people he can do kid movies too. So I think Tupac probably would have been in bigger blockbuster movies. And um, and he probably would have been a bigger household name um, as far as uh, acting. So yeah. I think it ain't even no telling if he'll still be doing music. But, yeah, exactly. And that, yeah. that would play into yeah. the same thing with Ice Cube. Ice Cube has some of the best albums of all time. Yeah. But people don't rate him that high just because like he's not known more for his rap these days. Exactly. But Biggie, I feel like Biggie had the mentality that a Jay-Z had. You know, yeah. he was more about it. Even at the end of his life, he was more about kind of moving away from music and getting other people on. But he would still drop music. He, I think he, the Born Again was already planned. And after that, who knows? But I feel like if he was still alive, he would still be held in high regard like a Jay-Z was. Because they, they had a similar mindset, man. They were like really yeah. about the boss shit in, in the music industry. So yeah. the, the, I, I think he would still be held in high regard. The only, thing I, wor- the only thing I worry about with Biggie is he was signed under Bad Boy. Yeah. So you, you see you see the trend with Puff Daddy and Bad Boy. Yeah. So I wonder yeah, if it would have Bad Boy curse. Exactly. I, and you know, I don't think he would have been under that curse as far as like the music and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't see Big I don't see Biggie wanting to stay under Bad Boy forever. Yeah. So I think it would have been a point in time where he wanted to leave. Just like somebody like Mace wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. And I think I wonder if it would have been some type of friction between them two, where it's like, damn, Biggie is stuck on Bad Boy and he can't drop yeah. any music or, you know, little stuff like that. So I wonder if it would have became a point like that. Or honestly, if Puffy would have became Puffy, <laughs> like would Puffy be the Puffy of today? You know, if Biggie was still alive? Yeah, good question. I don't think so. so yeah, he wasn't even close to that when Biggie was alive. Exactly. You know, he he was the uh, the fucking the public enemy dude. What's his name? The uh, uh, the one. Uh, why am I forgetting his name? The hype, <laughs> I know, the right? Hype so, man. I just woke up I, from a nap. I was about to say the dudes, the dude that's wearing the clock. Yeah, for Flav. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. He was more like the Flavor Flav of. The the bad boy movement, man. He was a yeah. guy in the background shouting out the ad libs. Yeah. And then Biggie died and he skyrocketed his stardom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. But yeah. uh yeah, I think he would be looked at very differently. Chuck D. No, nah, I mean I meant Flavor Flav, Flav, Flav yeah. the hype man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um so yeah, who knows, man? Uh yeah. the landscape would be much different, I feel. But there's there's some shit I get tired of hearing, like certain rappers wouldn't be around. If Tupac and Biggie were here, yeah. I heard people say that shit about Lil Wayne. I hear people shit see like the South was coming no matter what, dog. Yeah, they would have been okay. around. Yeah. So any anybody saying like, oh, so and so rapper wouldn't have made it. Like these niggas would have got old too, dog. Yeah. Tupac and Biggie would have got old in their thirties and forties, and you were looking for the next hot thing. That's what Biggie actually referenced in one of his last interviews. He was talking about how. 
he ain't want to rap past a certain age because he knew that people are going to be looking at the next hot dude, the young dude, and pay more attention to that type of dude than the older Biggie. Yeah. So he knew how this game works, man. Mm-hmm. And so the South was coming. Lil Wayne and all them were coming. And it would have been moving no matter what happened. Dog. Yeah, they so was coming. people saying, oh, it yeah. wouldn't be around if Tupac was here. Yeah, yeah. they would have. Yeah, Lil John and the East Side Boys would have been around. Mm-hmm. All Everybody in the South. It 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 would have it changed regardless, man. And I love Tupac and Biggie, but they wasn't going to stop that. <laughs> yeah. It, it was happening no matter what. And even back in that time, you see all the you know record labels and stuff was out of New York. So you know now in the when you get to the two thousands, people in the South start you know getting on getting stuff going on their own. So that would have came out regardless, man. Yeah. But you know just in that time when they were alive, it was mainly New York or L A. <laughs> and you know unfortunately we wasn't <laughs> looking at the South like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, no, I I hate that argument, too. Uh, It it won't be no Lil Wayne or all these other people like they wouldn't be around. Mm -hmm. It's the same argument where people have with Aaliyah for some reason. Yo, yeah. If it wasn't for if, yeah, if Beyonce, Beyonce wouldn't, wouldn't be around. If Aaliyah was still here, Beyonce like, was God. around when Aaliyah was around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was gonna be Beyonce regardless, man. Yeah. And I use the same, you know, the same thing I said with Tupac. Aaliyah started getting into the movies too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long she would have been around singing. So yeah. she probably would eventually been a full time actress, or you know, kind of been on her Maya shit, I guess. Like, I'm like Sierra. Yeah. Like who knows, man. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that you can't bring that up around her stands, dog. They swear she would have been bigger than Beyonce if she yes. was still alive. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, whatever y'all say. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, with that said, let's get into it, man. We got a lot to talk about. Jay Prince introduced the podcast real quick for it before. The gems and juice. This might be the last time we get the J Prince jobs. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we might we might get ourselves excommunicated from the Mob Ties family after this podcast because we're gonna have to talk about this new Drake album and give our honest opinions on it. And yeah, it might get a little dicey and ugly. I don't know, man. But yeah. uh, uh, we'll say that for a little bit. First off, <laughs> Figgy, man, how you feeling, dog? I know it's been a big week. You had your one thousandth episode of yeah, In the man. Loop. Congratulations to that. Uh, I also had the toast to John McClain. Saw you mm-hmm. out and about in that yeah. event. So, so how's it been, man? How's your, how's your week been, dog? Man, week been pretty busy, man. <laughs> it seemed like my last two couple weeks was um, pretty busy where, you know, I don't just go home after work and just chill. It's like yeah. I always got something to do, and I'm not used to that, man. I'm used to just mm-hmm. going home and chilling for the rest of the day. But now it's like, damn, like, I got to go to this event. I got to go to that event. And I got to meet with somebody here and there. So it been it been pretty busy. And, and you know, shout out to everybody that showed up at uh, Kamier's Kitchen. Um, yeah. Off of Luetta in Spring for the In the Loop 1000 episode. It was a blast, man. I'm, I appreciate, you know, people around here, you know, pulling some strings to have me even out there. Because I, um, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, somebody hit me up and asked, "Were we doing something for the 1,000 episode?" This was like three or four weeks ago, 
And I'm like, damn, I not, I haven't even thought about it. And somebody's going to send us some stuff up to the station, you know, as a, you know, congrats. And I'm like, you know what, let me hit somebody up. And I feel like we should do something. We should be on a, you know, at a remote or something. And, you know, they took that idea and they made it happen. So shout out to the salespeople and shout out to the, um, shout out to Kevin Carmier. He, he's the owner of Carmier's Kitchen. Man, he um he looked out for us, got us some food and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was a blast, man. And um yeah, and shout out to the listeners who you know, look, man, spring is far. <laughs> it was far as hell. Yeah, it took me, thing. Yeah. yeah, it took me fifty two minutes to get out there. <laughs> Damn. So um and like like you said, gas gas prices ain't cheap. I just filled up before I came here. Man, that shit hit fifty. Dang. That shit hit 50. I'm like, hold up. Because you know how you pump the gas and you get back in the car? So yeah. I was just like, all right, cool. I'm thinking it's about to be about 42 or something like that. Man, I looked over. I'm like, 50? I'm like, I was about to stop that shit. <laughs> and as soon as I got out, it stopped. But I'm like, man, so pain 50, at the 50 pump. 50 is dog. You 52. lucky to be at 50, dog. Yeah, I, I was fucking, at 52. <laughs> nigga, I've been at 80. Damn, dog, man. I drive a fucking Nissan Altima, dog. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah but shit. yeah, but I appreciate everybody coming out there, you know, with the pain at the pump and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, it was a good time and, you know, shout out to um the toast, the toast to the general. That was pretty fun too. Um, man, my highlight of the night was Gary Kubiak, former Texans head coach. Knew who I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, you know, he got out there, he was uh he was talking shit, uh, you know, about McClain and all that stuff and you know, having fun. And then after the show, I tr- you know, I tried to introduce myself. He was right there. He's like, Hey, how you doing? I'm f-. He like, I know exactly who you are. What's going on, man? And he was like, Man, you do a good job on the show. I appreciate what you do, especially keeping Landry and Lopez in, you know, in check. <laughs> Most of the time and blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, damn, he knew who I was. That's crazy. So um, he's, he's actually a loophole. He actually listened a lot. So Yeah, was, look, man, you you known in in Houston, dog. You just got to accept that, man. You know, you, you want public figures. <laughs> Sylvester Turner got to make a figgy day. Okay. Hey, man, that's the we, goal, we man. Be- <laughs> hey, people, look, I, I mentioned that, and um, I actually mentioned that to Landry one time, and he kind of laughed at me. I'm like, man, you know, he giving days to everybody. everybody so I don't man. understand why I can't get one. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I stay here over 10 years and do good in the city and all that stuff, I'm sure I could get one. Oh, fuck it, fuck it, dog. You, you, <laughs> you, like I said, you know and say, what up, Holly Rachel Worshipper? Coming through on Twitch chat. We see you, dog. Yeah, man. You, uh, look, you, you whatever application, because ESG got his day. Zero got like a lot of people be getting their days, man. Yeah, uh, John McClane got he, a day. <laughs> John McClane got a day. Look, you you should get a day too, dog. You're knowing the city. You curate the vibes on the biggest radio show in town, and mm-hmm. like you're the reason why why he got up there too, man. So shit, you you the, we need a figgy day. Yeah, you go ahead and tweet. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Turner and get in touch with his people say hey you need to make it happen man this dude's a good dude and he, he done supplied the city with plenty of vibes throughout the years yeah man so, so if you if you listening to if you listening right now or you watching this string man just tag Sylvester Turner in the tweet yeah so tell him, let's get the day. movement started yes. Biggie day. 
Figgy Day. Hashtag Figgy Day Houston or something. Yes. Yes, we need we need a, a figgy day in Houston. We need to. Uh, it needs to be a holiday too. I want off work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. It's figgy day. Yeah. Uh, so yes. Um. So, uh, did anything new come out besides the uh, Drake album that we should talk about first? I um, didn't hear no new music, man. Oh, I, I gotta yeah. be honest. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen to much. But uh, off the top of the dome, um, Erica Banks, uh, she dropped that. Uh, I don't know if it's a it's a project. I don't know if it's an album, a mixtape mm-hmm. or what, but she dropped a, a project called, uh, I want to say it's called uh, Queen Flow or something like that. Okay. Miss Queen Flow, yeah. So she dropped something. I ain't get a chance to listen to that. Um, who else dropped? Uh, I'm trying to see. My algorithms ain't showing up at all. Mm-hmm. I got some motherfuckers. I, I don't even Duke, know. Deuce dropped something new. Yeah, Deuce. Deuce I ain't hear Gucci, that, but yeah, check that yeah, out. Gucci Mane, uh, he dropped yeah. something. Or uh, I guess So Icy Gang, the re-up. So, okay. Yeah, so he dropped that. And Erica Banks is called Diary of, of the Flow Queen. Diary of the Flow Queen, Okay. Yeah, um, Kevin. De- I don't know if any. Do we have any Kevin Gates fans? <laughs> he dropped some. Yeah, I'm not really a Jasmine Kevin. liked him. So. Okay, yeah, I'm not yeah, really I'm sure. a Kevin Gates fan. <laughs> um, I know uh, Tab Tab in the building. I think he liked Logic. <laughs> I think oh, he might God. be a Logic. You fan. like Logic, Tab? <laughs> no, Come I'm just on, playing. Man. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Logic dropped something. MC8. Uh, he dropped something. Okay. Doing a damn thing. Yeah, so if y'all want to check that out, let us know which how you feel about it and and if we should check it out. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta do some homework too now and <laughs> now and again. So let us <laughs> let us know what you've been bumping this week and mm. we'll give it a listen as well. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, Tab is behind. Tab is gonna be driving the figgy day. I can already tell he's gonna be yeah. driving the figgy day social media <laughs> movement. So we entrust us with you, sir. Appreciate your help in the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah without without further ado uh i guess it's time to talk about this drake album and <laughs> you guess. for people yeah i guess <laughs> i guess we're gonna have to like i said we about to get kicked out of mob ties Man. i don't know if we're gonna get jay prince back on the show but um yeah we, we got to talk about it we got to address it and so for people who didn't or, or weren't aware of the build-up Nobody really knew this album was coming. Yeah. Uh it happened, I want to say around noon Thursday, it started to circulate that Drake was dropping his seventh album at midnight. Mm. And of course, social media went into a frenzy. All the predictions started coming out. Oh, he gonna kill Kendrick. I heard something about I don't even know if this is true. People said it was Kendrick's birthday. Mm. And him oh, dropping a bitch. It might have been because I think he is Gemini. So it might have been. Look. It what might, is Kendrick Lamar's birthday? Yeah, it might, yeah, I think it might be his birthday. It might have been his birthday. Uh, June 17th. So, yeah, yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah, Friday, but June it, it 17th. It so happened his birthday dropped on a day that everybody drops a streaming project. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But everybody, with all the speculation was like, okay. Drake is going to come out with an album that's going to kill Pusha T and Kendrick. 
Yeah. And cemented himself as a top rapper. Yeah. And I seen I seen a couple of people say, oh, um, that Kendrick album was so mid, Drake decided to drop something real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it seemed like all the stars were aligning, man. The yeah. Golden State Warriors had just won their fourth NBA championship. His boy, <laughs> Steph Curry, got his first finals MVP. And Drake was dropping his seventh studio album. It seemed like a fucking holiday for light skinned niggas. Okay. <laughs> Everything you could want. <laughs> it was a good day for uh, light skinned niggas. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. So look, it, it was going to be a national holiday, it seemed like, man. So it, it seemed like all the stars were aligning and. Uh, the album drops around midnight. Now, I actually stayed, it, it was 11 o'clock our time, and I actually stayed up and refreshed Spotify <laughs> until it came on. Dog. That's how, because I was like, look, we got to listen to this and break it down. I wanted an early jump before I heard the social media reactions to it. I wanted a fresh listen, you know. So I reload the album, I reload the album, it comes out, and I was shocked to say the least. <laughs> shocked, but not too shocked at this point. Because you know, yeah. Drake is just he he's just Drake at this point. Yeah. But uh so the album is about, I want to say 14 songs long, 52 minutes in length, only has one feature in it at the mm-hmm. very end, 21 Savage on Jimmy Cooks. So uh Figgy, I'm going to let you take all the J. Prince flack and go first. <laughs> what were your thoughts when you first listened to Drake's? First off, let's talk about the fucking album art, dog, okay? Yeah. Because the album art came out first, and the album art is like that font that Mexicans used to love back in 2002. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, if you remember back in the early 2000s on every like Ford F-150, yeah. you would see like <laughs> something something in these these type of type or yeah font. yep and it was that shit it, that Mexican used to love it's a south side or something on it. yeah yeah <laughs> r.i.p jesus or some shit like that so when, when i saw the the album art number one i thought it was terrible yeah okay yeah. i i don't stirify lover boy i think is still the worst album art of all time maybe but yeah. it might be a close second, or it might be tied. Yeah, but, even even um, Bobby Fino, shout out to Arian Foster, friend of the show. He even mm-hmm. tweeted and said Drake has some of the worst <laughs> album art covers of all time, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to argue that, <laughs> but then I look back and thought about it, and I think actually he might be right. Yeah, as far as it's like only a like major artists. Yeah, he got two album covers that's all right. Like Take Care, I think is all right. Uh, it was another one. Uh, if you re- no, nah, not if you reading this. Nah, it was uh, uh, take, care, take care, and he said uh, nothing was the same. Nothing was. Which yeah. I mean, I guess uh, the baby yeah. shit has been done. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, hip-hop. yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, yeah, none of his album covers were like, oh shit. I think the um, Scorpion album cover was all right, <laughs> but. This is a major yeah. artist. It was just a picture of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, because I, I remember when it thanked me later, cover art came out and everybody was dissing it. <laughs> everybody was like, that was his first album. And everybody thought it was kind of a joke because the So Far Gone art was actually pretty dope. Yeah. 
and then he dropped his first album art that thanked me later and it looked like something somebody threw together in photoshop in like 10 minutes yeah yeah i remember that guy dissed take care classic album art and yeah besides that <laughs> yeah it's been yeah. rough for him man yeah um and <laughs> yeah this one yeah it, it, it was it was ugly but i was like i want to give drake the benefit of the doubt and i said okay maybe this is like gonna be some nostalgic sounding shit maybe some boom but maybe there was some method behind it that's what i yeah, wanted to it believe it kind of reminded me of like uh not quite the cash money cover yeah but it was somewhat in the ballpark so i i thought it was gonna be a rap album yeah like I had, everybody did i had no idea this it was gonna be what we heard like the, the album cover and the what's on the album don't even match yes <laughs> so i i don't like it like it's still kind of crazy i want i wish i wish he could do an interview to explain why this art cover like i don't yeah, get it i, I want an explanation for everything i want to know why it's called <laughs> honestly never mind yeah is that oh did he know what reception it was gonna get so he was like <laughs> i don't know like I, I I just don't understand anything about this album, man. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I want to hear an explanation for it. But we ain't gotten to the breakdown yet, man. So and, and by the way, for anybody who don't know yet, it is a dance album. It is not a rap album. There's one song we're rapping on it, and the rest is dance hall, house, yeah. Afrobeat, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. There's been a whole debate about that. It's not house music. It's yeah. not dance music. It's the Afro. Like, who the fuck cares what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm tired of seeing that debate. But yes, it is a. It is under the dance category when you look it up on the streaming services, and it is entirely produced by a South African DJ by the name of Black Coffee, I believe. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, it is not a rap album. Therefore, we will not be doing a track by track breakdown, obviously, <laughs> because this is not our forte, yeah, per se. And, and me and you listen to different type of music. Yeah, so I we're, do we're too. Not, yeah, exactly. So we're not acting like oh, it's it's bad because it's rap. Yeah, but yeah. It, it is something entirely left field for Drake. And without further without further ado, man, I want to hear what you yeah. think about it. I want to hear your first reaction and how you felt scrolling and yeah <laughs> going through so, the rest of the album. Yeah, so my first reaction, so I was kind of like you. I kind of waited up a little bit. And uh unfortunately it wasn't on title yet. But people was, you know, I people was posting a link on social media. So I'm like, you know what, let me go to it. I hit the link and it took me to Amazon Music. And I forgot fucking Amazon even had music on there. Yep. So I went to Amazon Music and it gave me, you know how you hit something and only play like, uh, I want to say a minute 15 yeah. of it. So I went to it and it was like this house music. So I'm thinking like, all right, okay, that's the first track. Or um, not, not the first, intro ain't really nothing. It's like 15 seconds of nothing. So the second song, Falling Back, I'm thinking like, okay. I'm like, he's starting off like this. All right. So I went to the next one. Okay, damn. Okay, this is the same thing. Okay. I went to the next one. It's the, it like you would have thought this album was a re, uh, a dubstep uh house version of his old album or something. So I'm thinking like, wait a minute. 
Like, is every song like this? So at this point, I'm going through every one real quick, just here in the beginning. And I'm like, damn, there I'm at this time I'm at like number 10, track 10. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no rap songs on here. <laughs> so I'm like, what the f I'm like, is this real? So I'm started checking. I'm like, is this is this real? And you know, at, so I kind of went to bed kind of confused. I'm like, man. And I, I mentioned how we gonna break this album down. And and what the fuck you gonna break down for some, you know, on house music. Ain't nothing to break down there. And especially if he's singing the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn. So I I slept on it. I woke up the next morning, got in the car, I played it again. And I went into it with a different ear this time because Last night I was expecting some raps, and you know, even look at, if you look at the titles of the songs, you think it like Tets go green, like okay, it's probably gonna be spicy, you know, him blocking somebody or somebody blocking him. It's gonna be some little spicy Drake or something. I, I'm I'm just looking. I'm like it should be something, and so you know, after last night I went into it with a different ear. I'm like, you know what, this is, you know, it's not fair to just grade him on, you know, him being a rapper and trying to, you know, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. Let me grade mm-hmm. it as a R&B and whatever this album is. Let me go off of this because, I, you know, I would listen to this type of music. I don't have a problem with this type of music. So I wanted to be fair and grade him on this type of music. And uh, I'm listening. I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know. It just don't sound right. Him doing this, man. Like I don't, maybe you know. I'm not hating or anything like that. Some of the songs was okay, where you know I can deal with it. But I, I'm guess to me the only problem I had with this was the way it rolled out. Like it was a surprise album. Nobody, nobody knew anything about this album. He just said he dropping tonight, and the name of the album is honestly never mind. So. I came in here expecting a rap album and it wasn't a rap album. So I was a little disappointed if he would have rolled out, maybe let's say a month ago and said, Hey, you know, I'm working on a dance album. Then I would have had a little, I would have, I probably would have been on board with it. I probably been like, okay, let me see what he, you know, he's stepping outside the box. And you know, our argument over the past few years about Drake is he always played safe. Yeah. and to me, in my personal opinion, he did a couple songs like this before, but it's only like one or two songs. For him to do a whole whole album like this, I feel like he is stepping outside his box because, you know, me, you, probably a lot more people wasn't expecting the dance album from Drake. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of respect him finally stepping outside of his box, but... Some of these songs, I'm just like, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was so I was a little disappointed um, that night, but today, the more I listened to it, I was just like, yeah, miss. I mean, you know, like I don't know if I listen to it again. Maybe in a club or something, but this ain't this ain't the Drake I like. <laughs> I, you know, I I I always talked about Drake having a full blown rap album, and. You know, maybe he maybe he might do it one day. I don't know, but this is the Drake I I never want. I never wanted a full R and B album, Drake. Uh, I damn sure didn't want a, a dance <laughs> album, Drake. But um, the only song to talk about, to be honest, is the Jimmy Cooks, 
And I like that song a lot. Uh, I think it's dope. 21 Savage killed it. I, I feel like he killed him on the song. I don't I don't want to sit there and try to compare the two, but 21 Savage did his thing on that song. So uh, the production on there was good. I, I, I really like that song. But a lot of people even was talking about the song Sticky. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like he kind of rapping on there, but I'm still not wrote, I'm I'm still not sold on that song, man. But um, yeah, for people who not really into Drake, this probably really ain't gonna get you into Drake. <laughs> and yeah, so I this album wasn't for me at all. I have to be honest. So I gotta say this was um this is pig pen, man. I hate to do it. Oh I hate to do it. I hate to do it, man. And um, I am happy that he did step outside his box to do something else because that was one my one criticism of him was him playing it too safe. But I'm glad he said, "Hey, I'm releasing my seventh studio album." He, you know, he threw it out there under dance, whatever people want to say. So. I'm glad he did that, man. I hope he do more stuff like that. As not dance music, but more stuff, you know, experimenting and just putting his balls on the table, man, and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm the biggest star in the world. Let me try this or let me try that." So I, I hope he do more of that. I hope he, you know, do a full blown album with DJ Premier or whatever the top uh, producer is, hip hop producer. And do a whole rap album. I hope he do more stuff like this. And maybe, you know, we could talk about him, you know, in a more respectable way, I would say. Instead of saying, you know, his stuff is mid or, you know, whatever. Yeah, man. And, and uh, to be fair, he did announce apparently that he's going to make a new Scary Al- scary Hours project soon. Like he teased it on Instagram Scary Hours is typically like Drake at his rapidly rabbist, you know. Uh-huh. So I think that's going to be released soon, maybe next week, as like an apology or uh, let me fix my uh, PR real quick see, for this album. See, I don't like that, man. Like, look, like me and you probably don't like the album, mm-hmm. but just stand on that shit, man. You're the biggest star in the world. If you feel like putting a motherfucking dance album out. Put a dance album out, man. Like, I I just don't I don't like that type of stuff, man. And I, I get it if, you know, fans of Drake wanted to hear some rap and, you know, he wanted to please them too. But if you're the biggest star in the world and you felt like putting a dance out a surprise dance album out, just put it out there, man. Don't don't try to I don't know, man. Because he's the type of artist that try to please everybody. Yeah. You ain't gonna please everybody, man. So just just stand on it man if you want to just put scary hours out you know when you want to just do it but don't do it because you get some backlash or something like that that's that's the same thing eminem did when eminem Mm. got that backlash for the one album i forgot what album that was and then he he put out another album the next what a couple weeks or month or something that was more rap and not none of the you know walking on water featuring beyonce it's like, come on, man. Like, all right. Like, it, it to me, that show you that you're kind of sensitive and you care about what people saying out there. So you want to put something else out there to shut people up. Yeah. And, and to be fair, that's what I thought was the type of time he was on, because in the album description on Apple Music, 
he basically mentioned how loyalty means more than him than an oh my and a fire emoji mm. and shit like that. So it just seemed like this is the type of music he's he's feeling. And he didn't care about the reception of people being disappointed about the rap and whatnot. But now, I mean, look, everybody, no matter what anybody says, everybody cares about their perception. Nobody wants to be clowned on social media, no matter how big you are. Like every it, it does get at you, especially the fact that Pusha T and Kendrick dropped this year. He don't and as competitive as he is, you know, he don't want to be the one seen as the dude who dropped the biggest dub, the biggest dud out of all of them. You know, so I'm sure on some level it does irk him that. So and maybe it was always the plan. Maybe he always planned to drop a dance album and then drop some raps later on. Maybe that was always in the uh, maybe this wasn't reactionary is what I'm saying. Yeah, I just, yeah. If it's not, then I'm I'm fine with it. If that's part of the blueprint, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. But I just don't want it to be a reaction thing. Uh, yeah. You know, people reacting to a shit, and he feel like he got to put something else out. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, if you wanted to put that out, put that out. Don't try to change the course. When you know, like, if you felt the if you felt like people, you know, you people's gonna judge you for dropping this dance album. Don't don't drop a dance album then. Like just give the people what they want. Like don't step outside your box then. So that, yeah. that's my only issue. If if this was part of the plan, then you know I'm cool with it. Yeah, and like we don't we don't know, but uh, like may, maybe he planned to drop something later on, and then it might get sped up because the uh, the reaction to this has been so negative. Tab asks, do y'all think Drake is actively staying away from the hardcore rap and music look? Um, I mean, I think he kind of has to on the account that he's about to be 36 years old. And I think he realizes that lane is going to be continually occupied by niggas younger than him. You know, so there's only so. and, And like I said on CLB, I feel like Drake has run out of things to rap about. Yeah, honestly, like how long can you talk about your kid and fucking being rich and not trusting nobody and having no new friends except your day ones? Like Drake has nothing else interesting to rap about. Let's be honest, man. Yeah, At least Jay-Z could always fall back on the crack rap. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> Drake don't even have that. Yeah. All he can talk about is how he started from the bottom how he yeah. used to have, eat ramen back in the day or whatever the fuck he'd be talking about. And now he's on top of the world. Like, yeah, he, he kind of run out of things to rap about, to be honest. Yeah. And, and to be honest, Drake is not at that level of Jay-Z where because Jay-Z don't have to put out anything ever again. Yeah, He's perfectly fine without music right now <laughs> or for, probably forever. And whenever Jay-Z do drop something. It's on his accord. Now, I mean, he's not pressured to drop anything. I feel like Drake is still one of the best out there, and he's pressured to drop something. If he yeah, he, he can't go a couple years without nothing because people are gonna be like, "Damn, like where he at? Where he at?" I don't think people asking where Jay Z is. <laughs> yeah. So I think Jay Z is solidified as far as music, but yeah, he got to come up with something, and it, 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 I'm sure it's tough for him. 
Yeah, I mean, Drake did just re-up a new deal. It was an absurd amount of money. I want to say like $400 million, some shit like that. Something crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to keep putting out albums. Um, now, as far as how I felt about this album, look, man, <laughs> I, I was I got to the intro and thought it was weird because, you know, usually Drake kill an intro. Yeah. And the intro is like really short and just goes by into the first song. I want to say it's called, what, Falling Down or something? Yeah, I got to look up. It's called Falling Back. Falling Back. Okay. So when I heard this song, I'm not going to lie, dog. I straight up started laughing out loud at the player for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me how much I hated it. I started laughing out loud when I heard this song, dog, because not only was it clearly some dance hall type shit, but drake was trying to sing his heart out man (laughs) like he was he was really trying to go for it vocally on this song dog and it sounded like a joke to me (laughs) i I legit thought he was trolling us man because the vocal sound is so bad dog like the high notes drake was punching out of his range clearly on this song dog the high notes he was trying to hit I was like, does this nigga really think he's the weekend? <laughs> does he really think he has that kind of range, man? And the beat was fine for what it was. And that's my comment on the whole album, honestly. My issue is not the fact that it's a dance. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> because this is an album. But, but I'm sure you, uh, I mean, unless you have problems with dance music. Yeah. You know what I mean, then I'm, I'm sure it's probably not the main issue. Exactly. My issue is not the fact that he dropped a dance album or an album full of singing. My issue is that it don't sound good, man. Like vocally. And here's my thing, too, dog. How long are we going to keep entertaining the idea that Drake can sing? Yeah, that's my question. He he is a good. He can do melodies. He has the range for like a one dance type of song. That shit sounds good when he's not trying to harmonize too much, when he's not trying to hit the high notes yeah, like that. It's, he, he's but, not He's not Chris Brown. Yeah, He's not. I'll, I'll even throw Tory Lanez in there, man. I feel like Tory Lanez, he can actually get on a song yeah, and nah, sing. <laughs> he can. He, Drake, Drake is just not that, man. He's yeah. never been that. He's never been a really good. He's never been a good singer. Yeah. I knew that back when I want to say the first time I saw him perform a singing song live, I mm. want to say he did uh what was that first song? Uh Find Your Love. Mm. And he was performing it, I want to say live on Ellen or some shit, some daytime talk show. Mm. And he had a dude who was like doing all the vocals for him <laughs> on stage with him. I'm sure this performance has been scrubbing the internet. I'm sure you can't <laughs> find it no more, but I saw it and I was like, dog. Drake really can't sing live, mm. which means he can't sing. Yeah. So, and it, like he can create an, a, a nice R&B vibe type of song. Yeah, he can make R&B songs. Yes. A, a full-on album of this is just too much, man. Like, these beats would have sounded better with someone who could sing. Yeah. Which makes me think maybe OVO just needs a real singer on the team. That Drake can just write for. They had some, man. They had the weekend. They had yeah. They had, they had a couple singers, man. Yeah. Drake Drake don't took all the songs, so he had to leave. So yeah, party yeah, next Drake door. Wanna, 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's my issue is it don't sound good, dog. Like Drake <laughs> as a singer just doesn't work as far as only being in singing mode because you listen to these beats and say, well, it would have sounded better if somebody else was singing. And lyrically, it's the same shit Drake always sings about, man. <laughs> oh, I got a new bitch, my ex. Oh, I know you feel bad now, don't you? <laughs> I gave you a like every song got to be about this shit. He got to subliminally diss his ex girlfriend. Dog, it's been 20 years of bullshit, man. <laughs> like, can we get something new about how you hitting up a girl because you miss her? You got a new girl, so you're saying goodbye to your old one. She shouldn't have did what she did. Blah, blah. You need loyalty. Like, the same tired subjects on every song, dog. Yeah. And that's getting annoying. And it's just, it, it, it was a bad, like, look, I said CLB would go down as his worst album <laughs> when we reviewed it. I was clearly wrong here. This is by far drake's worst album i'm shocked that he put it out mm. as an album it, it we're getting to the point where his legacy is being affected by his recent output mm. i gotta be honest man like you're moving down the list now <laughs> at this point so so the these last two releases so the streams and the sales don't really play in the play when you think about his, this not at all <laughs> because here's the thing man like people always gonna listen to drake first day or first week because yeah. that's all social media talks about when he drops yeah so same thing with clb that was all people talked about and of course everybody gonna people who don't listen to rap or listening to that type of music are going to say, oh, what's everybody listening to? Oh, I have Spotify. It's free. Might as well check it out. You don't yeah. compare that to going to the record store, going to Best Buy on Tuesday, a work day or a school day and buying Blueprint. Yeah. OK, you don't come. I don't compare the fucking streams to when people were really selling albums back in the day. Yeah, but that, that's all in yeah, discussion. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that kind of um, that's why I kind of roll my eyes at the streams. Because shit, people around the station can say, oh, I see everybody talking exactly. about this. Let me see what they're talking about and give it a whole listen. So, yeah, so that don't mean anything. That Those same people wouldn't go to the store to buy the album because everybody talking about it. They, you know, they ain't spending no twelve ninety nine on it. So, yeah, but that's the one thing that suck about the little streaming apps. Anybody does, can just man. go check it out and then that can help the artists. Exactly. So I don't I don't compare it, man. No, nobody got Spotify or Apple Music for Drake albums. Okay, you got it for the entire selection of albums they got on there, man. So to to equate streams to real, legit physical sales is impossible. That's why streams never meant shit to me, man, at the end of the day. (laughs) But so the two billion streams that broke Apple Music records don't mean anything to you? <laughs> like, look, I, I'll give it to the, the fact that in this era, he's like the most streamed artist. Yeah, that that look, that's years of work. And Drake was here before the streaming era. Yeah, so I, I, I give him props for becoming the biggest artist in the world or one of the biggest artists in the world. I give him the props for getting there, but at this point, you in cruise control mode, dog. 
Yeah. Everybody going to check a new Drake, okay? Because of what you did before. Mm-hmm. And so every, everybody going to check for him. And the fact that it was in a different category, which brings me to another conspiracy theory. <laughs> I wonder if he dropped this dance album just for the clout of being a rapper with the top selling dance album too. Mm. Okay. I wonder if he wants to get a Grammy for a dance album Mm. so he can prove his versatility in the goat conversation. So, so is this like Kanye dropping the gospel album when the gospel album of the year or something? Kind of, (laughs) but at least I feel like that, Kanye's gospel album is what type of time he was on, legit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. think he really cared about winning the gospel album of the year. Yeah, yeah. And then but, remember, it was people back then saying he just doing it uh, for clout or something like that. Yeah, I think he was really into that shit. It wasn't. Doc, he was having church sessions every yes, week. Yes, he man. was in Come church, on. man. That that take a lot. If you just doing stuff for clout, man. Mm-hmm. If he was doing all that for clout, I salute him because. A lot of people might make a gospel album or something like that, but they ain't about to go to church and, you know, make a a church service and open up his own church, all this other stuff. They ain't have a choir. They ain't about to do all that, man. So uh, he was really on that type of time. He was. Something for clout is like when Snoop changed his name to Snoop Lion and did like reggae music for a hot minute. Yeah, that was and, just and Snoop, he did. Snoop do. released the church album at one yep. point, so yeah, stuff. It wasn't even like that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, part of me wonders if Drake just wants to add to his already huge collection of accolades as an artist. It wants to prove he's more than a rapper, and this is part of it. But I and Tab says Kanye's doing it for the money. And I mean. Maybe, but Kanye already had a shitload of money before he went. Like, honestly, he would have made more money doing the shit he was doing before. Yeah. Like Life of Pablo type shit. Yeah. If he would have made that, what's the, uh, My Twisted Dark Fantasy or whatever that album is. Yeah. If he made a part two, I think he would have made more money and got more attention. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not doing anything for money. Like, of course, everything is gonna come back to that. But yeah, spirit, I did. It, it, I feel. I did feel like spiritually, this is where he was at, and he yeah. wasn't just looking for a hustle because there was easier ways to hustle money out of people. Yeah, than doing this he type could, of shit. He could have made a single, like a, just a, a radio single, and you know, had his song on the radio a bunch of times, and you know, made money like that. But it was like the album he put out, especially, I'm not talking about Donda, but the uh, Jesus is King album, that album was rough, man. Like, yeah, you can listen to that album going to church or something, or you could play it in church, but that album was rough. Like, who was going to play that on the radio? Like, what? Exactly. So, yeah, that was, I think that was a big flop right there because that, you know, you couldn't get no radio spins off of that. And um, Donda was a little different because he he opened up a little more and he had a couple radio songs on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was really into that Sunday service shit. And he was really in like, like I said, there was easier ways. Like he's always been a guy who's low key trying to destroy his career <laughs> when he makes an album like Yeezus. Yeah. That is clearly not going to be accepted by hip hop. 
or get in any major radio play at all. And then he does shit like the the Jesus is King album, which yeah. instead of gospel albums, is not going to do anything chart wise. So, yeah, but but see, even looking at Kanye's career, his whole career, he always been stepping outside the box, trying something different. Yeah. So even you know, even though we don't care for the Jesus album, he did step out and try some shit like that. He and, did. you know, he, he was experimenting, I, you know, he he was, he was experimenting with that. He was, he experimented with 808s and heartbreaks. So he was like stepping outside the box. And, you know, he just, I, that's the one thing I respect about it. He didn't, you know, step outside the box and then try to say, oh, let me, let me make a um, college dropout for my fans and all that. Whatever he put out, that's what you got. Mm-hmm. And people accepted that, so I, that, that's why I, I, I hope Drake just kind of just throw something out there and just say, "Hey, this is this is my bag right now," <laughs> and just own up to. I don't want them to try to, you know, let's, let's put a little four pack out to try to satisfy everybody <laughs> else or something, <laughs> man. Like I'm gonna be a little disappointed, man, because like I, I think said, it's coming. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that ain't the reason why. I hope that was already in the plan before he released yeah. this. Because look, man, he one of the biggest stars out there. Just own up to that shit, man. Just like have that Kanye type of mentality of I'm working on this. I'm gonna throw this out there. That's how I feel. I mean, I don't feel like rapping right now. And I think that's the same thing. You know, even look at somebody like uh, Andre Three Thousand. This dude, he look, he ain't give a shit about <laughs> what fans thought. He wanted to make the love. I mean, low. he low he low key did too because that's the whole era where he was doing all the remixes, trying to remind people he was still a rapper. I mean, I, I think he low key kind of wanted the rap fame back too, man. But you I understand so? what you're saying. Okay, I, I think I, I think to an extent. I don't think it was like the driving force yeah. behind that, but yeah. I do feel like that little mini run was just him establishing establishing himself as a rapper again mm. after the love below was received like it was so yeah but yeah. i understand what you're saying yeah i think I th- even with the love below he he dropped that he didn't you know i feel like he didn't feel the pressure to put something else else out there again yeah. to satisfy other people he just owned up to it that was you know he even talked about how that album pissed some niggas in the hood off mm-hmm. so he, he just kind of you know stayed on it man i think drake he a big enough star where he could do shit like this I just think once you try to satisfy everybody, that's when you start looking like Eminem, unfortunately, trying to, yeah, you know, do what people want you to do. Just, you know, just do what you want to do and people will fall in line with it. Yeah. Uh, Nelson, who on Twitch says Drake made an album for they them. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> hey, like, dog, it look, is I'm Pride sure this Month, gonna, man. <laughs> this shit gonna bang on Montrose. I'll say that much, man. It, it is. It's gonna bang a third. But that, that brings me to a, a great, because, look, I have a lot, people defending this album. Look, if you like it, I have no problem with it. Yeah. But the hoops people are jumping through to explain this album or explain why we are the lame ones for not liking it is what's getting on my nerves. One thing that you brought up was a Kanye comparison, because I've been hearing that, too. People saying Drake stepped outside the box. People just mad at him for doing something different. Again, it's not the case. Look, say what you want about Yeezus, but Yeezus was a real experimental album. Okay, that shit was a definition of experimental. 
Yep. It was it didn't sound like anything we had been hearing at the time. Yeah. For better or worse. Mm-hmm. This shit is music that's it, already existing it, in popular. Yeah, it's okay? not he not experiment. He's I would say look, he made a song similar to this before. So it's yes. not like his first time ever doing this. Mm-hmm. This is his first time having a full album like this. So th- I wouldn't even say this is a, uh, him experimenting. This is just him making a whole bunch of passion fruit songs. Yes. <laughs> and that's what, like, look, it, it's, it's, it's not like he did this not knowing people will like it or not. He thought, look, this is music that's banging in clubs. Yeah. It's music that people already are into. Yeah. Okay. So stepping outside the box, I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. Like, look, he th- this is this is part of Drake's box too. Yeah, he just stepped fully in this one box because he's usually in many boxes. Yeah, I think I but, think the perfect example is look at Sway Lee and um and um Ray Shermer how they made the one song I forgot the one song with French Unforgettable the song mm-hmm. with French Montana. After that, he started making a whole bunch of them. <laughs> Where his whole album, I think Sway Lee's whole album was pretty much that. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like he was just trying to experiment something different that nobody ever did. Like, no, he had one song that worked. So he figured, I'm going to just do a whole album like this. So it's not, it's not, I think it's stepping outside the box for his terms because he never really had a whole album like this. But it wasn't like he tried this South Africa type of sound that, nobody ever heard or used and you know say i'm gonna do this or even even with kendrick man the to pimp a butterfly i felt like that was something different that we never really heard in the hip-hop album that much i i feel like that was stepping outside of the box and taking a risk and you know this one he just made a whole bunch of (laughs) passion fruits (laughs) yeah and that's one thing i know it's about drake like he likes to take things that are existing, but maybe not super mainstream and get the credit for changing the era of music when yeah. <laughs> really it, is, it was shit that was already there. Like when he drops, when he jumps on Amigos track and, and you get the credit for blowing them up when they was going to blow up regardless, dog. Yeah. So shit like that is something he's notorious for. Another thing that's been bothering me is the defense of people saying, well, you know, uh, it, it's it is not for you if you don't go outside. It's not for you if you don't dance. It, it's not for you. For you, it's for you. This is your fault for expecting a, a rap album. Look, this, this is what we're in. Y'all are complaining about not having enough dance songs. So it, it's on you if you don't go outside. And another thing, I'm really starting to hate. <laughs> if you got to concoct fantasy scenarios of how an album gonna sound good. Just think about that for a second, because yeah. that probably means it don't sound that good. Yeah, Charlemagne did this too. He was on Breakfast Club this morning, and he basically said some shit like, "Well, you know, this is good hotel lobby music when you got one button open and you got slippers <laughs> with no socks on, and you at the hotel <laughs> lobby having drinks, or you're on the beach." Like, look, if you gotta ex- explain an album by saying. Yeah. Oh, if I if this I was is... on a beach in Cabo with a bad bitch and I got flip-flops on and I just had my third mimosa and yeah. just had a pedicure and a manicure <laughs> and had my uh, facial done and I'm basking on a yacht. Yeah. Look, dog, ain't nobody living like that. 
<laughs> okay? Yeah. So if you got to explain a fancy situation where this album is going to sound good, <laughs> think nobody nobody else gets that excuse. Okay? Yeah. Nobody else gets that excuse. When Magna Carta Holy Grail dropped, I rightfully called that shit trash. Okay? <laughs> Maybe it sounds good at an art gallery. I don't fucking know, dog. But it sounded bad for a rap album. Rocket, you got to be into art to understand the album, yes. man. You got to be rich. <laughs> See, you, if you, you don't broke. really own Tom Ford, then you can't yes. relate. Okay? See, y'all broke niggas don't understand this. <laughs> if you broke, just say that. If you broke, just say that. If you don't dance, just say that, okay? <laughs> like, look, man. The, the funny part is when they try to go to the stream, like, oh, all y'all do is listen to Pusha T and talk about selling yeah, crack and yeah, stuff. All y'all, y'all want him to sound like Griselda? <laughs> Nigga, no. We know what Drake sounds like, dog. And we know what good Drake music sounds like, okay? Yes. <laughs> they always go to the extremes. Like, y'all just stuck in 94 and want to hear crack beats over crack rhymes. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> it, it always goes to that. It always goes to, if you don't like this Drake shit, you must be a lame that gets no hoes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like dog, he is a rapper who dropped a dance album. We can critique it as a dance album, and we can critique him as a rapper. Okay, yeah. Like, look, we are basing him based off his past output. Yeah, and that's completely fair for a veteran in the game. <laughs> and if it don't sound good, look, I feel, and that's my biggest issue. I feel like on both areas is trash. As a house album and yeah. as an album from a rapper. Exactly. So, like, if we want to judge this off a house album, is this better? Like, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not a diehard house fan. But is this <laughs> is this better than, like, uh, Swedish Mafia? Uh, what's that? Swedish Mafia group? I forgot the name. Mm-hmm. Name of that uh, house. K. Tranada, I've heard that too. Com- yeah. Comparisons like, come on, man. There's better yeah. ways it- to consume this type of music. Yes. Is it better than David uh, Guetta? Or, you know, do we <laughs> do we put him up there with that? So it's just like, I don't, <laughs> like, nah, man. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, we don't have to defend all of this shit, man. Yes. Like, it's cool to say, hey, he was just experimenting. So, you know, it is what it is. But or it's cool to just say you like it. OK. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine to like it. Be like, hey, I understand how it ain't everybody's cup of tea, but I like it. That's yeah. fine, man. Mm-hmm. But to explain it, it, it even fucking quest love is falling as his bullshit, man. He's <laughs> like, well, for us DJs, this is a fire album. I'm like, nigga, how many DJs are there in the world versus how many casual listeners who consume music? OK. Yeah. I don't care if this shit going to pop at a fucking New York City fancy schmancy club at 2 a.m. with yeah. a fucking raid going on or some shit, dog. I don't care about that, okay? Yeah. Drake is a mainstream artist who dropped a mainstream album, his seventh album. Seven. <laughs> he only has seven albums that yeah. exist, okay? He dropped this as an album, and, and we're going to give our opinions on it, man. Yeah. He called himself the best. People think he's the best in the game. If you, if you carry that crown... People gonna judge you. Same thing with LeBron. Yeah. If people think you the goat, if he he called himself the goat. Yeah. If you call yourself goat, people can judge you when you don't live up to that. Yep. And that's exactly. Yeah. I'm. I said that early on. Once you get to a point where you say I'm the best in the game, 
we have all the rights to critique you on what type of music you make and you only make this type of music. You, you're not versatile. We have the right to do all that. I, remember I said that with Meg, uh, how people were saying, oh, she only make, you know, talk about sex and all this other stuff. Yeah. Until she say, hey, I'm the best female rapper in the game, or I'm the best rapper in the game, then, like, it ain't no point of trying to critique her. Man, she's standing in her lane right now. Like, it, until the day she say, hey, I'm the best in the game, then you can sit there and say, oh, she only make this type of music. When she going to, you know, branch off? When she going to do this, do that? Then I respect that. But how how you know she don't want to just only make that? <laughs> and just stay in the lane, make her money. So um, Drake, unfortunately, he, you know, he feel like he the best in the game. So he got to take some of that criticism whenever he drops something. That's that's what the some of the best people with anything, sports, whatever, that's what they go through. You know, people going to say, oh, he ain't the best. You got to go through yeah. that. Yeah. And, and like you said, man, on some degree, I respect the don't give a fuckness, you know, because I feel like Drake is smart enough to know how people would feel about this album. Yeah. So part of me does respect the fact that he's like, fuck it. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the type of time I'm on. But still, like I said, man, this album just is it, not even a good house it, album to me. Yeah. Like the, the vocals are just too weak. Some songs don't even sound like the, the like I said, the first song falling back. I felt like they didn't mean to put that out. <laughs> I was like, did, did 40 forget to add some of the <laughs> fucking vocal magic he does to make Drake sound like a good singer? Because yeah. it was a mess, man. Yeah. Uh, Tab says you got no Basquiat to uh, appreciate Magna Carta Holy Grail. Yeah, man. <laughs> if, you don't, <laughs> if you don't have yeah, no man. Warhols on your walls. Yeah, y'all niggas broke if you don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't like Pica- if you if you ain't got no Picassos, you can't relate to Picasso, baby. Okay, okay, it ain't my fault you broke. Okay, if this is why yeah. Jay Z selling Bitcoin and Marcy Projects. Okay, he's trying to lift y'all. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I I have nothing else to say about this album, man. Yeah, uh, it is, but clearly by far to me Drake's worst album, um, and. We'll see what he does from here, man. Like, I, I, part of me respects the bravery. Yeah. Um, I did notice he had no promo when CLB had fucking billboards taken out. ESPN. <laughs> ESPN commercials. Yeah. And he dropped this with no no warning Nothing. at all. Yeah. So part of me wonders if he was even that confident in it. But yeah. I don't who knows, man. Who knows what Drake's thinking? I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm confused. I want to hear an explanation. <laughs> and I think he did speak. Let me pull up some quotes real quick because he did say something about it. And I gotta scroll through my fucking likes, man. I forgot <laughs> if I even saved this shit. Yeah. He said, uh, uh, it's all good if you don't get it. That's what we do. We wait for you to catch up. We're already here, though. We caught up already. On to the next. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you got that mentality, I better not hear no rap album come out next week, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if you on to the next and yeah. you wait for us to catch up, then I better not I better not hear no uh, apology rap album come mm-hmm. out soon. Stand on it, like Figgy, like you said. Stand yeah. on the shit. Just own that shit. That's what type of time you want. Yep. 
it, it's funny because um my shout out to my barber um rivers man he tweeted um we was talking about it a little bit he tweeted and said um the young man's talent is to recreate regional sounds on the pop level just enough to claim homage and yeah. and um and he has the charisma to get away with it yeah. To me, I, then I replied. I said, "That's the most polite way I ever heard anyone say he be jacking everyone's stuff." <laughs> yeah, swagger jacking. <laughs> yeah. So um, cultural appropriation. And, yeah. So him saying, you know, if you don't understand it, you know, we, you know, we ahead of you type thing. I'm paraphrasing what he said. I think this stuff been out for a long time, man. Exactly. Some, some of the stuff at the beginning of the um, podcast, I played some stuff that's actually on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dua Lipa got a song with Elton John that's you know that's similar to what he got on his album and you know so it's not like we never heard this type of music before it's, to me that's like me getting up there deciding to make a country album mm-hmm. and say hey yeah we you, you know we just way ahead of the game y'all be there you know we'll we'll be far along gone like it's you know it's house music. House music been around for a long time, man. <laughs> so some of the biggest artists been doing house music for years, man. Uh, Swedish House Mafia, I think it's Swedish House Mafia. They they've been making music for for a long time, man. <laughs> David Gether been making music for a long time. So this ain't this ain't like brand new or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he discovered the Migos flow or something. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like damn yeah so that's what's confusing to me like I said it's not an experimental album but yeah I gotta I gotta agree with the pig pen status man we, we gotta we gotta hate to do it to our uh, mob ties brother the hogs the pigs yeah pig, pen, pig pen status man. pig pen mentality hate to do it to Drake man cause yeah, it's our two two whack releases in a row, in my opinion. But, <laughs> if you can yeah, listen man. to one album, which one would it be? CLB or CLB? Without a doubt, <laughs> at least fucking CLB has champagne poetry on it. I like that song. Yeah, there's a couple of songs I could go back to on CLB. There's no, dog. I never want to hear this album again in my life. <laughs> Just honestly, never mind. I ne- I can't even imagine scrolling and clicking on another song and ever again. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't want to hear it again ever, dog. <laughs> See, I never felt that way about a new album from a major artist like that, but I don't <laughs> want to hear it ever again. Yeah. See, uh, it's tricky because if I was list, let's say I was uh, listening to a playlist that had house music on it, and one of these songs pop up on there, I probably wouldn't change it. I wouldn't be like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" But like I said, it's Drake, and you know he dropped a surprise album. And it's like, what the hell is this? Imagine, so, you know, we're going to talk about Beyonce in a little bit, but she announced her album. Mm -hmm. Just imagine this album was full-blown country or something. Like, real country, not the, not Georgia, Florida line or whatever that is. Real full-blown country. I will probably be a little (laughs) disappointed, (laughs) especially if she didn't give us the heads up or nothing. I will be a little disappointed, so... I think that's how I feel about this. I'm a little disappointed. I, I expect, you know, I always want to hear rapping Drake, but same here. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little disappointed, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would be a good album later on, but 
I'm yeah, I'm not in, feeling in it, 20, man. 2045 when all rap is dead and we just listening to techno all day. Maybe it'll age gracefully, but yeah, I don't see it, man. I just <laughs> disappointing album from the biggest artists of our time. He so should, I we'll think see. the other thing is I think he should have had a better rollout for it, man. He yeah, should, he, like if it was, I but was, then uh, to be fair, it would have been like now thinking about it, it would have been worse if he built up expectation for it and then rolled this I th- out. Yeah, I so think maybe he, I understand. But, but see, I think if he would have just went all the way in with it and said, "Hey, I'm doing a house album. I'm about to be on. Um, I'm about to be overseas the whole time, and mm-hmm. I'm about to be shaking hands and doing videos with David Guetta or you know, Swedish Mafia Band, whatever the name of that group is. I keep messing that name up. But if I'm you know with them the whole time and I'm just in the house music vibe, yeah, like then I could kind of understand. It's like okay, we know what he's doing. If it, because same thing Kanye did with the gospel album, he was kind of building up to it. We knew what he was doing. He had the uh, choir and all that stuff. Maybe, maybe part of his rollout could have been, you know, fake DJing at a big ass festival or something, yeah. and you know, doing some house music type shit. And then it could have been like, okay, I see what he's doing. Then, then maybe I would have been super excited for it. I don't know, but it just just yeah. coming out of nowhere with this is not good, man. <laughs> to, to your last point, man, I do agree with it, and I, I was actually thinking about this too. I was thinking like how how could Drake have made this album work? And part of me felt like if he did it, like let's say he gave a bunch of tracks to different house DJs around the world mm-hmm. and they just started playing it during their set. And yeah. People were like, wait, what the fuck is this Drake? Mm-hmm. And then word would start going around. Does Drake have a new album out that nobody knows about? Yeah. Does Drake have new house? Is Drake a house artist now? Like, that would have been a good buildup, like have some mystery behind it. Like, what is this new Drake? What What is going on here? Yeah. And then unveil the album like that. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I think it should have been something like that. I think it, it if if we would have got a video of him performing one of these songs over in Europe on a big mm-hmm. stage while, you know, let's say somebody like Black Coffee is uh, DJing or something. It would have been like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and then the rumors would have been circulating. Oh shit, he got the house album, and then you know if he would have just focused on that because let's be real that you know house music is way more popular overseas than it is here, so I think it would have been only right to start it off over there, and then build it up and then release it and then come over here type thing. Yeah, I agree, yeah. and I think that would have at least built up some mystique and people wouldn't know what was coming. Yeah. But to drop it cold like this, I think was the worst way to this, do it. Uh, this is like a, uh, this is like a guy coming in out of nowhere with a wig and a dress on, man. Exactly. We're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, yeah. if you would have gave me a heads up or something, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I wouldn't have been thrown off guard or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Holly Rachel Worshipper asked, "Was this Drake album filler between real joints?" Um, I mean, it you you could think that, but the fact that it was released as an album tells me no, because Drake has had plenty of filler projects that have filled the time between his real albums. He only has seven albums, yeah, but he's had projects like uh, "More Life," 
He's had, if you're reading this, it's too late. He's had the project with uh, Future, with a time to be alive. He had Dark Lane demo tapes, where I think it was his last good work was Dark Lane demo tapes. He's had projects to fill the time between his real albums. So to drop this as his real, actual seventh album is confusing to me. Because yeah. he could have easily dropped this as like a, a experimental project or some project that he was just doing. But the fact that this will go down in time in his discography yeah. as his seventh album is is ridiculous, man. It is wild to me. Yeah. But that, that's what he chose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and everybody out here defending it. <laughs> yeah. Like we on yeah, like we don't know music. All we listen good. to is rap and and people that don't know me don't they look man i listen to all type of shit mm -hmm. rap honestly man rap is probably the last thing i listen to at this point mm -hmm. i'll be listening to all the indie music uh yeah i listen to um i listen to this white band called foxygen like i'm into all type of random shit <laughs> so it's not like a thing where i'm you know all i listen to rap music and you know i don't listen to nothing else and i just stay in the house I, I'm open to anything. I'm open mm -hmm. to people experimenting, but this—I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. I think I think it would have helped if he had a little build up to it, some type of creative yeah. build up, not just posting saying I'm doing a house album. But if yeah. he actually like, if he was out and about and loved this thing called house music, and let me get in the studio with some of these house producers, I would have been like, okay, I see. You know, he around people, so I kind of understand. But this is, I don't know, this was crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Drake was busy, though. He had to win the championship in the basketball league he created. Oh, yeah. So, look, he, he had obligations, okay? Is He's that the a one? Baller too. Is that the one with J. Cole? No, What's that's that? not. Oh, okay. But I heard J. Cole is back playing basketball. He had a, he uh, a career high three points, I think, the other day. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to J. Cole, still trying to chase the hoop dreams. Yeah. Um, but at least, look, at least J. Cole playing a real league. Like, <laughs> did you see that video of Drake celebrating the championship? They, nigga, they was popping champagne. <laughs> and keep it, this is the league that Drake created. Yeah. And, and is running. Yeah. And he won the championship for like the third year in a row. <laughs> this is, okay. you know what this reminds me of? I don't know if you watched um, Narcos, like the first two episodes uh, not episodes but seasons of narcos yeah I did. where where pablo was fucking playing soccer in the backyard with some of the best soccer players in the world and they was pretty much letting them win <laughs> and it's like duh, like that's fucking pablo escobar if you don't if, if he don't fucking win he might fucking kill you or something mm -hmm. so he might as well let him win <laughs> Yeah, like no, nobody really defending Drake, okay? Yeah, nobody's fucking posting him up. Nobody about to put him on his ass, dunking over him, okay? Yeah, you might get kicked out he, the compound. He paying y'all. <laughs> yep, but Drake, at least J Cole, as silly as he's been, he's actually going to real leagues and trying to play. Right yeah. now, he is playing in the Canadian Elite Basketball League, mm -hmm. and he is on the Guelph Nighthawks. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not Africa, but hey, Canada, I, I don't give a shit. Okay, go go yeah. ball with them. 
But yeah, at least he's trying in like a, a, a league he don't run. Yeah. So I respect that. But Drake, I don't know what the fuck he was doing there, dog. He was <laughs> popping champagne like he was Kobe. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> you say your employees you're playing against, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, right. but good. Yeah, Drake is busy. He had things to do, okay? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's all we gotta say about the album, man. Check it for yourself if you're really curious, but just beware, be warned what you're getting into. Yeah, and yeah, it might it might hit a little it might hit a little different on Montrose. <laughs> it might, it might. Hey, man, when you driving down that across that rainbow bridge on fifty nine, three o'clock at night, you little tipsy, uh, and, and fucking you got a glow stick in your trunk that just fucking won't go out. Maybe it hit different, dog. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it hit different in the club when you overseas in Dubai and you got like he's chilling with a Saudi prince yeah. and he, <laughs> maybe it hit different okay <laughs> but in your headphones when you working you're going driving to your 9 to 5 I don't think you're going to feel it yeah, okay? <laughs> yeah. this ain't no gym music <laughs> it ain't definitely ain't no damn gym music it definitely ain't no get ready to go to work music yeah and I, I don't know what it is man but it, it's just it, it, it yeah it, it's it's whack yeah I, I gotta just say that it's whack <laughs> but um so yeah um let's get into topics man a lot happened this week um first off let's shout out friend of the show Ken the man. Ken the man. Because Ken the man made the XXL freshman class of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Where my applause? Give at? it up. Give it up. Get the applause. Get the applause button, man. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Ken the there man. We go. There we go. Ken the man, friend of the show, who now is probably too big to do the show again. Yeah. You know, but at least we got her, man. Okay? Yeah. At least Biggie. Props for that, because we tried to get <laughs> Megan Stallion before she really blew up. Yeah, we couldn't do it. At least we got Ken the Man. <laughs> but yes, Ken the Man was part of the 2022 freshman class in XXL. Um, other people in the list are baby. Okay, first off, let's yeah. do our our annual game. Yeah, where we have. Do you to, know this person or no? Name, yeah. Do you have, have you, you heard, heard this, person this person before? Yeah. Okay. Uh, baby Tron. Baby Tron. Never, him? I never heard of him. I've heard of Baby Tron. Okay. I've heard a couple songs. I'm not a fan, but I've heard of him. Uh, he young people be fucking with him, man. Mm. Uh, I, I know okay. that much, but I'm I'm really not a fan. Cochise. Uh, Cochise. I heard it. I think I heard the Cochise. I can't name no songs, but I think I heard of Cochise. I've heard of Cochise as well. I like I like his music, man. Um, he got some good songs with a snot. And all that shit. Tell him is a good song. I, I like his shit. I like it slow better than regular speed, but mm. I like Cochise. Saucy Santana. Yep. Yep. We heard the Saucy Santana. He's <laughs> <laughs> about to say, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I can't name I can't name no songs, but I, Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I know her as uh Young Miami's and City Girls best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that that man. He he, he yeah yeah. I've heard it. So I was Santana. I'll just leave it there. Uh, Babyface Ray. I heard the Babyface Ray. Shout out to Detroit. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I heard of him too. Ken the man, of course. 
Yeah. So speaking, Fago. Wait, speaking of Candy Man, um, she was featured on P Valley. She was on okay. the, yeah, her they played her song on P Valley and uh DJ Chose was on P Valley too. Oh that was nice. A, that was a big deal. So um yeah, shout out to her. But we keep That's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, good good to see them blow up, dog. Cause I I could tell uh when we had her on, she had like an entire team. Like, you probably can't tell on the video because yeah. it was hidden, but she had like an entire team. She had like five motherfuckers on the yeah. video, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we they had a, she had a whole team with her um, during that interview. So yeah. I could tell when you got that many people behind you uh, on an interview, then yeah, you you yeah. you got a team that's positioning you for success. So yeah, I'm gonna try shout to shout to her. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get her back on sometime in a f- few weeks or whatever. Yeah, good good luck, man. Good <laughs> luck. I'm pulling for you, dog. I think she might be out of here. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> I know. I think she might be out of here now, though. <laughs> Um, Sofago, you heard of him? I haven't heard of Sofago. No, I've heard of Sofago. I can't okay. think of any songs though, but I've heard of the name. I've heard of him. Uh, Big Scar. I heard a bit Scar. I think he signed up to Gucci or did some songs with Gucci Man. Yeah. Okay. I heard of Big I've Scar. I've not heard of Big Scar. I'll mm. admit. Mm. Big Thirty. Big Thirty. I never heard of Big Thirty. Me neither. Uh, it's getting kind of hard here. Uh, Casey, K A Y C Y Y. I never heard of Casey. Me neither. <laughs> Dochi, D O E C H I I. I never heard the. I never heard the Dochi. Neither. Cali, K A L I. Uh, nope. I heard of Cali Uchi. So I don't know. Who yeah, that ain't Cali. Cali Uchi is light yeah. skin. I don't even know she black, but yeah. <laughs> Isn't and it? last, uh, Nardo Wick. I think we both heard of Nardo Wick, man. He had one of the biggest songs last year mm. with that Who Wants Smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 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 Uh, probably the biggest known name on that list uh, is Nardo Wick. But, um, yeah. So shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Kinda Man. Congratulations to everybody who made the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, some, some, some good picks, man. Some people I fuck yeah. with, some people I haven't heard of. But yeah. I can't. I, mean, I, I can't, I can't wait. say it. I can't wait to hear Kenny Man spit. Yeah, she yeah, gonna I kill think it. It's gonna be a good. She cypher. man. She, she gonna under, kill it. She gonna kill yeah, it. She an underrated rapper, man. She be, she like she be going in, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, I think she gonna kill it, man. I'm excited for the cipher. <laughs> um. Also, red alert. Red alerts. <laughs> All men gotta gotta go somewhere for a while. We gotta <laughs> hide next month because uh Beyonce is dropping her new album. She announced the album is called. I already forgot what it's called. Uh the album is called Renaissance Part One. And it is dropping on July, I wanna say 29th. I got to look up the, I should have had this shit pulled up already. Okay. It is dropping to July 29th and it is called Renaissance. So I think it's like part one or something. Mm. So yeah, Beyonce out of nowhere. Yeah. I uh, I have no clue what this album going to sound like either. I don't think anybody does, man. Like, look, I've been wondering where she can go after that whack ass 
album she dropped with Jay Z. Okay, <laughs> the, nobody the wants to hear about how happy. That's what I'm saying. Like her lemonade was like peak Beyonce for her fans. Okay, yeah, because that's some shit everybody can relate to: heartbreak, betrayal, I hate niggas type shit. But yeah. nobody want to hear uplifting. I'm in love with my billionaire husband type music. Yeah, that she was on with that. Everything is love album. Yeah. And people already don't like Jay-Z, okay? Her fans don't yeah. like Jay-Z. I've already heard people saying, please keep that nigga off the album. Yeah. I've heard her fans clamoring for it. So <laughs> interesting to see. I don't know this album going to sound like. I don't know. Where is she going to go? Um, interesting. She announced it a month ahead. No surprise drop this time, but I don't know. Will we get a single before it comes out? Will anything happen? I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Well, what are your predictions, Figgy? Man, I, I'm kind of curious. I don't, I don't even. I, don't, I wouldn't even say I have any predictions, but I'm kind of curious because her last album, like her real album, was Lemonade, right? I want to yeah. say that was like her real album, and it was. It sounded real trappy. So I'm curious: is she going to stick with that, or you know, is she going to get more into her R&B bag, or you know, because remember she was rapping a little bit. <laughs> So I wonder is she gonna stick with that? Is she gonna go what do kind of what Solange was doing at one point? Uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, where she gonna go with this because I, I, me personally, I mean, she gonna do numbers regardless. But me personally, I feel like the, I, I don't want to hear no more of the Beyonce trappy type sound, the sing rap type thing. So um, I'm kind of curious where she's going to go with this. I wouldn't mind a full-blown R&B, um, I guess, uh, I want to say Janae Aiko type of sound, but I, I, I wouldn't mind hearing a full-blown R&B album, man. Like, she haven't given, given us one of those in a long time. So um, I feel like, you know, we talk about, you know, people like Drake and Kanye, how they could just step outside the box and do something. I want to see her, you know, get back into the full blown R and B sound. So, but I don't know if she's gonna do that, man. Yeah, I have no idea where she's going with this, and and it's called Act One Renaissance, which mm. reminds me of like Jay Electronica's projects, mm. where he was like doing Act One, Act Two, Act Three. So yeah, yeah I, you, maybe this means there'll be multiple albums in one year. Yeah, you think this? I don't know. You think this gonna be more of a um. I guess black power type feel to it. Maybe because it's called I mean, Renaissance. Renaissance. It could, could be man. Renaissance, maybe in the next part's revolution or some shit is <laughs> rhythm nation sounding or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where she's going with this, man. Maybe it's going to be one album of mainly like pop hits and another album of like more R and B type shit. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Maybe once she drop a rap album, who knows? Beyonce is a mystery, man. Who knows yeah. where she's going to go with this? But I do feel like she's at a crossroads in her career, kind of, where it's like nobody knows where she's going to go next. Yeah. But I don't know, man. We, we will see. Um, look, I, I'm not no Beyonce fan, I'll admit. So I can't say I'm going to listen to the album necessarily. <laughs> but I will want to see the, the timeline thoughts on it. And yeah, we, we will see um where she goes with this new album and yeah what she does do you yeah. do you think uh uh 
Blue Ivy will be on it. I think so, man. I'm not, look. I think so. I would. I would say it's a fifty-fifty chance for sure that she's on it. She, man, look, Blue Ivy, look, Blue Ivy look like a rock star right now, man. Yeah, she, she getting grown. I she, saw her at the game with Jay Z. She looked yeah. like a member of the Revolution. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> leather coat on. I'm like, okay. Man, I don't really be commenting on people, kids, and stuff like that, but she looked badass, man. Like, I don't know where she gonna be when she grow up. She gonna be something badass. <laughs> like I could see her just making an appearance somewhere as a grown, as you know, somebody over eighteen or something. Just you know, I I don't know if she gonna do music or what, but she looked like a badass. And you know, early on I was confused with the name Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Blue Ivy fit her just perfect. Now she looked like somebody named Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. So the name the name don't even sound that bad now. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna make Blue Ivy what willow smith was supposed to be basically yeah Yeah. i think they're going for like a michael jackson type vibe now for blue ivy because i saw her and like okay they're when i saw what she was wearing i'm like okay they're prepping her to be a star yes at this point i'm like okay the 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 plan is falling into motion and maybe that's what this album might be you Mm -hmm. know she's getting blue ivy ready i don't know but yeah uh we will see Man, I don't know. Maybe she can't sing. Well, wouldn't that be the biggest tragedy if Blue Ivy couldn't sing? <laughs> yeah, she I'm was. I'm sure not, she got like the biggest vocal coaches in the world, so she'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, but yeah, she gotta have a voice, man. Yeah, did, did you see everybody trash and Jay Z nephew <laughs> music? So apparently, uh, I want to no, say I didn't see that. I want to say Solange uh, son or something like that. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did hear about Solange's, yeah. Solange's son trying yeah. to rap and it was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody kind of put it on Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z nephew um, sounds shitty, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So I'm just like, damn. Now, Solange got cut off ever since the elevator. Like, yeah. Jay-Z ain't going to get that nigga tips. Like, you can yeah. still remember yeah. <laughs> the elevator. He's going to tell you take the 500000 <laughs> d- yeah. over the dinner. <laughs> yeah, he's on his own now, man. He better go to Marcy and get some Bitcoin advice. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if Marcy he's school. work for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Bitcoin school. Jay Jay Z such an asshole for that man. I gotta bring that up, <laughs> dog. So so apparently, uh, Jay Z is doing a free uh, financial literacy uh, type of academy in Marcy Projects, and it's going to include. I think it's with the Jack. The founder of Twitter, Twitter who has yeah. now left Twitter, but still talks a lot about that shit. And um, it's going to be about like investing in Bitcoin. And it's going to give some people like 20 bucks of Bitcoin to in their wallet and all this shit. Yeah. And it's like, dog, the mo- <laughs> I, I, and I saw a news story today about the Marcy Projects and how shit still run down over there. And they interviewed people and people were like, look, this is not what we need right now, dog. This shit <laughs> tore down. The average is like 24,000 annually people making over there. Man. Like, dog, I'm not saying just go and give them money. Yeah. But I don't think investing in Bitcoin, especially the downturn that's had in the past couple weeks. Yeah. Where it's just losing money left and right mm-hmm. is, is the smart thing for the Marcy Projects residents. Yeah, but people when you when you say something, people say, "See, he's trying to get back," and you hating on it. 
It's yeah. like, nah, dog. You, yeah. There has to be the, a better way than trying the, to get niggas on Bitcoin. Yeah. The, the one thing I hate is when people, um, like, let's, let's say Jay-Z really did something like this. And people say stuff like, see, he's trying to put people on. And y'all ain't yeah. listening. It's like, man, some people be in such a fucked up situation where Bitcoin ain't them learning Bitcoin ain't about to save their life. Mm-hmm. Some like some people need food right now. Some people need their bills paid right now or a bill paid right now. So that's to me, that's like telling a homeless person, oh, just get a job. Like they need a lot more than a, just getting a job right now to even get to that point. <laughs> No, I'll teach you to invest. You don't need a yeah, job. Yeah, all you got to do is invest. just start a business. Like, mm-hmm. I hate when people do that. <laughs> just start a business. <laughs> like, gee, okay. Get into real estate. Okay? Yeah, gee, I it's never like, even okay. thought of Gee, I never thought of that. Wow. <laughs> man, that's a great idea. I should, I should, Man, I should have did that. It's like, it's, it's a little more. You got to do a little more than just getting into real estate. Because first of all, that goddamn test is crazy <laughs> to mm-hmm. even pass the real estate test. And then, you know, starting your business is that's a whole nother conversation. That's it's hard. It's a crowded game now. Dog. Yeah. It's like doing real estate now, man. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a like, hustle, man. <laughs> and, you know, it, it takes some time. And and like I said, some people need money now. <laughs> it, it's not like they stand at their mom's crib and. You know, everything paid for. All they got to do is just, you know, hustle. Like, you need some money now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, I hate when people just say, oh, just start a business. Well, stop working and just start a business. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have more stress and less yeah. fucking <laughs> capital to pay your bills with at yeah. the start. So. Yeah. If you hate your job, yeah. just quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, gee, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't thought about that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, Jay Z tripping for that shit, man. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him with that, man. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's something's better than nothing, I guess. But yeah, I don't. I don't think the citizens of Marcy and the Marcy projects need uh, Bitcoin advice right now. But that should yeah. be. Maybe I'm just a hater. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Gunna has released his first statement after being locked up in the YSL Rico case, which is he's still awaiting trial. And he released his first statement. And I'll read it real quick. He'll say he said on June 14th, he said 2022 has been one of the best years of my life, despite this difficult situation. This year, I had the whole world pushing P. Growing up from where I came from in a marginalized neighborhood, I never dreamt my art would change my life and the the lives of my loved ones. My entire life, I've seen black men, black women, and black children constantly attacked, hated, murdered, berated, belittled, slandered, judged, used, and held captive. I don't read this whole thing, man. No, I've gotten (laughs) gotten bored. I'm sorry. He basically just said he's innocent. He's being falsely accused. He will never stop fighting to clear his name. He said the picture that's being painted to him is ugly and untrue. Uh, He celebrates life. He loves his family. He loves to travel. As a black man in America, it seems like his art is only acceptable when he's a source of entertainment for the masses. And blah, blah. He's not allowed. Blah, blah. Uh, Okay. He just said he's he's innocent. Okay. That's the gist of it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) But it seems like he's doing okay. 
Um, he said, we'll be pushing P, power, prayer, progression, passion, productivity, <laughs> praise, precision, peace, prosperity, all right, patience, all right. pride, That's persistence. The, the pushing P stuff is over. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Ain't nobody. I, <laughs> you know what's crazy about that whole pushing P stuff? When that yeah. first, when that shit was going on, everybody was like, oh, man, we've been saying P. We've been saying pushing P. I <laughs> I never heard that before. I never heard anybody saying Butch and P. Yeah, we've been saying that. Oh, we say that in Houston. Oh, we been saying that in Atlanta. Oh, we've been saying that up in Detroit. I've been hearing it everywhere at that point. I haven't heard it since. I never heard it in person. Somebody say, oh, that ain't P or whatever. I never heard it in person. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I ain't outside. Maybe I ain't around the right people, but. Since that song was done, I haven't heard that since. Yes, yes <laughs> me neither. I have not heard of. I, yeah, I never heard of anybody saying that. Yeah, and I like that song, but I haven't heard that word since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People people are lying saying they have been saying pushing people. Now nobody says it because that shit's over with. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Holly Rachel Worshipper says, "What do y'all think of Mount Westmore project potential?" Um, I have to look this up. Mount Westmore is a supergroup comprised of Snoop, Ice Cube, E Forty, and Too Short. Mm. Um, okay, I didn't even. Oh, okay. Oh, that, was uh, it just released honestly, today? I didn't know they had a group, and they dropped a. Wait, this happened. This dropped a while back. Mm, a week ago. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, what do I think? I mean, you got legendary rappers here. So yeah. that shit could be dope. But yeah. they're also 50 plus. Yeah. So I kind of um, I kind of look at this as, you know, I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but. I feel like this might be 20 years too late, at least. Yeah. <laughs> at least 20 years too late. Yeah. I will. I, I ain't know nothing about this. I'll probably check this out just off the strength of who's on it. But um, this is, to me, this kind of remind me of Mano and Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, damn, like, if y'all would have did this 10 years ago or 15 years ago, this would have been crazy. But it, it's like... I don't know. This is this is like Jada if Jada Kiss at Fifty Cent decided to do an album. Yeah, it's like all right, like that would have been the album would have been fire back in the two thousands, but like now ain't nobody trying to hear Fifty Cent. So um, so wait, they actually dropped an album. Yeah, it looked like it, it looked like they dropped it last week. Is it out now? On uh, now is it because Death Row? I, I think it was released on Death Row Records. And Death Row like pulled all this shit from streaming. So mm. is this like regularly available on streaming, or was it like one of them? You got to be in the metaverse and get this shit because that's how Death Row releases albums now. Let me look it up. It looked like they released something uh, a, a single a year ago. They released a single. Yeah, but this might be. But there's apparently an album out. Yeah, it's not on my streaming service. Yeah, so maybe, I don't see it either. Yeah, maybe it's on YouTube or something. Maybe somebody got it on YouTube. I, I see some of it here. I'm scared to play it. I can't play it. I'm going to fuck yeah. up the screen. Uh, the yeah, yeah. But yeah. 
Uh, I, I'm Maybe try- it got pushed back. I don't know. Where is the album coming? When is the album coming out? I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, these air everybody involved can still rap. Yeah. So I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they they fifty plus now, man. This is like the Sugar Hill Gang reunited some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. But yeah. I mean, everybody can still rap. I've always been too short fan. I've always been a Snoop Dogg fan. I've always been an Ice Cube fan. So E40, not so much, but I mean, I get it. So as long as the production is legit, it could be dope. I'll say that much. It's production is like some straight West Coast shit. It could be dope. If they're trying to wrap up with trap beats, it's going to be ass. Yeah, I would say, man, like, you know, like I said, these are four legends. And I appreciate them for still doing their thing and still, you know, releasing music and stuff like this. I don't know what it's going to sound like. You know, it might be bad. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, like I said, if it was, I would say at least 20 years ago, because 20 years ago, that's 2002. And, you know, Ice Cube was still kind of, you know, doing this thing then, but. Yeah, if it was at least 20 years ago, I would probably be like, damn, this is a big deal. Because a lot of people, especially those solo artists, wasn't doing joint albums or big old group albums. So, yeah, now it seems like it's a little too late, but I don't know. I, I still give it a listen. I tried to find it and give it a listen. Okay, so it they did release the album. You can only listen to it in the metaverse <laughs> on the blockchain-based platform Gala Music enough with this horse shit dog okay because they did the same shit with the fucking uh black star album okay you got to get this whole different thing to listen to it enough with this bullshit man okay yeah. put it on fucking uh, I, uh something to pay 999 for it i'll buy it but i'm not gonna fucking log into some fucking horse shit new subscription service to listen to this album man I, i'm yeah. tired of this bullshit dog i think i, I don't understand how this site yeah. works what the fuck is this man yeah, setting music free on the blockchain. Like, nigga, get this crypto horse shit the fuck out of hip hop. I'm yeah. sick of it, man. Let me see. I'm gonna play some real quick. It's it's just a preview. Let me see. <laughs> out of the dark alleys of California, bow wow wow, yippee yo yippee. So this is so called California. Yeah. Okay. 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 I mean, I'll reserve judgment until and I'm assuming the album will eventually release on everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not I'm not going into fucking gala, whatever the fuck when the metaverse horse get activated. All the bitches get captivated. Not one thing calculated. Everything okay. is in- Yeah, okay. Okay, I ain't bad, I ain't bad. Yeah. Is like that sound like they got that uh Roger Troutman classic West Coast sound in there, so Maybe yeah. it'll be a cool little throwback out, man. I'll give it a shot. Run your pockets, take everything you own. Put the chrome to your dome. You might not make it home. If you hustle, make sure that you never touch. Feel have a liaison, somebody that can. Yeah, this sounds like a West Coast album. Sound like E40. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a listen, man. Yeah. But like we, I well, said, I I'm wonder not why they, why, on this why are they doing this, putting it in the metaverse? This like, is Snoop's whole thing who, now, who, man. Like, who is. Look, man, we listen. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I listen to music in the car. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not bringing the metaverse with me in the car. And I was thinking about getting one of those little um, <laughs> the VR things. Yeah. But 
Like, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They better release. Yeah, turned, Snoop is turning into like this crypto bro type dude, man. <laughs> shit with the fucking blockchain and metaverse music. He fucking, when he took over ownership, apparently, of Death Row, he pulled all the Death Row records off of streaming. <laughs> so now you can't listen to The Chronic. You can't listen to Doggy Style on Spotify and Apple Music like you used to be able to. You got to yeah. get this horse shit and listen to it that way. Like, man, enough, okay? <laughs> enough of this shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, the answer, that, <laughs> but the answer, um, Holly Rachel Worsaber, uh question, it sounds like it's good so far. It sounds like a good West Coast album. Yeah. The production sounds good so far, so. Well, I'll give it a listen. We'll give it a listen and talk about it when it's traditionally available. But uh, yeah, uh, Holly Rich Worshipper says Cube was promoting all kinds of stuff on Rome. Crypto, NFTs, a new group in Big 3 starting up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like once niggas start on that NFT shit, I, I tune out. Okay. <laughs> once niggas start getting on that crypto shit. Look, if you make a money off it, fine for you. Yeah. But don't try to rope us all into that shit, dog. Yeah, I when that shit's crashing left and right, people investing and losing money. Like, don't don't try to get us into that shit, man. Yeah, I feel like I'm a man. I'm gonna be lost in the sauce, man, because I feel like I'm not paying attention to none of that shit. No NFTs, no crypto, or nothing. I feel like I'm by the time I turn fifty, I'm gonna be lost in the sauce, and I ain't gonna be able to buy anything without an NFT or fucking crypto. Look, man, it's just shit, not interesting no to me, man. I tried to get into it a little bit. It's just not interesting, man. The types of people who are promoting it are just like the types of people I don't even want to talk to, dog. Yeah. That's my issue with it, man. Yeah, the, like, the type of people that's promoting it too, like personally, are the people that be saying, "Hey, you want to make a thousand dollars? Hey, let me talk to you about this business." And it's easy to make money, man. It's like, all right, like, what's up? And they explain all this bullshit that you don't know what they're talking about. And then at the end of it all, all you got to start, all you need is two hundred dollars. Yeah. And buy this thing that also I'm a part of when I get money. If you buy yes. it, and it goes up. But yes, it will make <laughs> you rich, too, man. Trust me. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Tab says he pulled his money out of crypto right before the crash four or five months ago. Yeah. Good for you, man. I know some people who did that and made some money. I also know people who got fucked. Because yeah. this last couple of weeks has been bad for uh, Bitcoin and really anything NFTs as well. Uh, and NFTs is a special kind of fucking scam, dog. I watched <laughs> a YouTube video on NFTs in particular, Dang. and it really broke down. It was like an hour long, and it really broke down why that entire industry is a scam, man. So, Damn. yeah, educate yourself before you invest in shit like that, man, because there is money. People made money off of it, but also it's all dependent on not being the person to be left holding the bag when yeah. the crash comes yeah and that's been many people now so yeah yeah says i can't get with i can't get with give you real money for make-believe money yeah exactly that's my issue with it too <laughs> man like this money and everybody says the shit about bitcoin like it's go eventually it's gonna be the we all gonna pay for everything with bitcoin nobody pays for anything with bitcoin right now the only yeah. value it has is what you can get real money for yeah so what's the point of bitcoin can, then like can you pay your rent with exactly bitcoin? <laughs> can you buy a car with bitcoin exactly like it ain't nothing right. but just hold and just value and just i guess look at 
And then and, and man, hope trading, it gains value so you could get more money out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like trading in for real money. So I'm yeah. like, okay. So yeah. Tab says 10 years from now it might be it, it might be something and it, yeah. it might be the future. We'll yeah. see. And I'm not and I'm not even trashing it or nothing like that, but right now it's hard for me to get on board because it's like, what am I getting out of it right now? Mm-hmm. Like, dog, I'm not making that much money. Like, I need something where I could bring in actual money. <laughs> Like I, I ain't trying to bring in a baseball card because it's worth exactly. this much money later on or whatever the case may be. So exactly. it's it's hard for me to get on board right now. <laughs> and, and my general thought in life period is like nobody is going to make you rich for free. Nobody's just going to offer to make you rich. OK. Yeah. And that's what a lot of this crypto shit is. I knew something was up when I watched the Super Bowl and there was like 20 crypto ads in it. Yeah. Saying, don't get left behind, guys. This is the future, guys. Don't be, this is the future, guys. Invest <laughs> now or you're going to hate yourself. Like, nigga, nobody rich has ever wanted to make anybody else rich. Yeah. Okay? So that that's my scam sense going off right there. <laughs> so yeah. anytime any of these rich crypto bros want to talk about how we're missing out if we don't get into it right now, that means you're looking for suckers. And yeah. I don't like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's our that's our crypto um, <laughs> segment yeah. of the week. Um, other things that happened this week, real quick. Um, your boy ASAP had an interview, and he said that rap is in its adolescence and it's been stuck here since Soulja Boy. Mm. Before everybody looked thirty five and up. When Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and T.I. and Jeezy and Rick Ross was on, rappers looked old. I mean, that's kind of a diss, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think T.I. looked pretty young at the time. I'm not a T.I. fan, but come on, man. He ain't look 35. <laughs> but he said, like, we had Lil Bow Wow, and that was it. That all changed with the internet and self-releasing. Now, rap is stuck in this braggadocious adolescent space. Is not as mature. And he also adds, but the thing is, being a rapper now, you don't want to exclude anybody or neglect any demographics. As somebody that people look up to, there's a responsibility to put people on the right path. Um, so yeah, ASAP Rocky says rap is immature and stuck in adolescence, which I think is funny because I think it's true. Anthony Bauer says Wayne came out at 17. Yeah, I know, right? But it apparently shit, he Wayne, looked old according yeah, to fucking Wayne, ASAP Rocky. Shit, Wayne came out like 15. <laughs> yeah, he we, was super young when he yeah. came out. And, and to me, he looked old when he came out. He, looked, he yeah. had a baby face when he was out. Jay-Z, Jay-Z was in his mid-20s when he made uh, Reasonable Doubt. And yeah, he when he popped, he was like 30s and up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, these other guys, I don't know about all that, man. But how do you feel about ASAP saying this about rap? It's been controversial. Because I don't necessarily think he's wrong, but he's part of the problem. <laughs> so yeah, it's he, not. He acts like he's not the braggadocious type that's this type of music. Exactly. Th- that's his whole. So, that's his whole thing. Now he talk about all these European designers, and you know he dressed <laughs> dressed up wearing Calvin Klein draws with the rest of his crew and all his other. He he pretty much being a damn model man so yes. that's yeah so it's it's kind of funny how he you know 
kind of, I don't want to say he trashing hip hop, but he pretty much saying, uh, it's like he looking in the mirror saying what's wrong mm-hmm. with hip hop. So I thought that was kind of strange to the point. I didn't even think it was actually him saying this. So, um, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I th- honestly, I, I understand what he's saying. And um, I think it's some truth to it. But he's, you know, he calling the kettle black. <laughs> So I, you know, it's it's kind of uh, canceling now his comments a little bit. Like I would understand it if it was somebody from back in the day saying, "Hey, you know, hip hop is, you know, back in our day it wasn't like this, and now it's all about fashion and stuff like that, and people and braggadocious." But him saying it is it, it really don't make sense. But I think it's I think he got a point because. The music we listen to is all about bragging, to be honest. And it's it's not really about you don't really see people rapping about skill. Because remember back in the day it was like I'm the best rapper, you know, I can do this, I can do that. Now it's kind of like how much money you got. <laughs> like I got more money than you. So, yeah. you know, I think that kind of took all of the people like Papoose out. And, you know, the real rappers that actually used to, you know, focus mainly on lyrics. So now it's like, you know, you got somebody like Migo saying, who the fuck is this Joe Budden dude talking? He broke. Mm-hmm. I got money. So it don't matter. So I think that started. Honestly, you could honest, you could honestly say it started kind of with P. Diddy <laughs> calling people player haters <laughs> back mm-hmm. in the day. So um, I think he do have a point. But it's just kind of weird <laughs> that his point coming from him, <laughs> coming from somebody like that, from a, a Harlem nigga out of all people. Yeah, yeah. And, and to for him to say this, it kind of reminds me of that Eric Andre skit. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like a meme now. People replace the heads and say it's something else. But it, it reminds me of the uh, little Eric Andre skit where Eric Andre got Hannibal sitting in the back of him in a chair. He turns around, pulls out a gun, shoots Hannibal like 15 times, reloads the clip, shoots him again, looks at the camera, and he says, who shot Hannibal? <laughs> like, that's what ASAP is doing here, man. He's saying, yeah. who did this when he was the one doing it? Because the interesting thing, he mentioned Soldier Boy and said, since Soldier Boy, it's been stuck in his face. But you got to remember, ASAP came out the same time, around the same time, Kendrick and J. Cole did. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were not in that space. Like they were doing more, I guess, they weren't braggadocious. Exactly. And really, Drake was coming out too. And yeah, he was kind of in that space, but ASAP was in the super immature space. Yeah. Okay. Like what, what was ASAP really rapping about? He was rapping about sipping lean candy paint and all this shit he stole from Houston (laughs) and now that he's getting older he's like wow the game's really fucked up because now he realizes he's not that young cool nigga anymore and it's always fun seeing these types of rappers get old yeah because ASAP Rocky is 33 now he got a baby on the way with Rihanna he's he's a grown man but he can't make grown man music yeah because that's not what his fan base expects or really wants so yeah, he kind of stuck in the stuck place. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, maybe he's just realizing, like, wow, 
rap is really not advanced at all, but he's part of the problem, man, because he was the one pushing this type of content in his prime. Yeah. And now he's at a space where he probably don't want to anymore, but he has to. Yeah. He even mentions that. He says you got to appeal to all the demographics. So, yeah, he's stuck. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, to be honest, I think, like, I hate when people do that because they generalize hip hop overall and say, mm-hmm. hey, it's stuck in the place. But I think you could get in your own lane and stay there, man. Like, he can make a career. If he want to do conscious rap uh, f- forever, he can do conscious rap. And, you know, he have quite a bit of a fan base doing that. But how his career was, that, you know, he didn't start off like that. So if he do jump into the conscious rap only thing, people probably going to be like, man, what the fuck is this? He fell off. But it's all type of lanes, man. Look, uh, somebody like Playboy Cardi and Trippy Red and stuff, they have their own fucking lane. And, you know, it's 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 hip hop, but it's kind of like some rock star type shit, man, where it's a totally different fan base. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's a whole different lane right there. And then you got the, you know, you got the regular people that, you know, the regular stars that's making their shit that that appeal for everybody. And then you got uh, to me, I call them the weed smokers, the people that like currency, that like whiz and stuff like that. They have their own fan base. They don't appeal to nope. They, you know, they just stay in their lane. So I think ASAP Rocky just kind of sorry out of luck. And he mm-hmm. in a point in place where, you know, as an artist, you know, he a, he a grown ass man now. So why is he going to talk about tricking on bitches and stuff like that? Bimbo's in the back. Mm-hmm. Like he can't, you know, really rap about that stuff now. He, I, mean, I mean, he could, but I don't even it know. It sounds he, fake. Yeah, I don't even know now. if he in that type of space. Maybe he do want to <laughs> move on from it, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say hip hop is stuck. I would say he is stuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think I, agree. I think a lot of people are in his situation too, where you know they kind of get to a place where they're stuck, and you know the type of music they was making before was good, but now they kind of stuck, and that's why I appreciate people like you know people that's taking on other stuff outside of music, where they don't even need music anymore. They could just move on and be and be cool and relevant without the hip hop. Because I don't know if ASAP really need hip hop now, but like I don't I don't know what he gonna do outside of this. So look, know. he ain't gotta do nothing. He got Rihanna pregnant. Okay, they yeah, can live true. off of uh, Fenty for the rest of their life and never drop any music mm-hmm. together. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been trying to make a semi comeback. He's been featured on a few songs now, doing some shit with Pharrell and all that. So, I mean, for Nigo with Nigo and Pharrell. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he got an album coming soon. But yeah, I think he's starting to realize, like, wow, I'm really limited in my fucking subject matter. Yeah. But oh well. Uh, Tab asked, "Are we going to the DJ Envy car show this weekend?" I had to look this up because I didn't know this shit was happening. Yeah, I see he was at, at Turkey Leg Hut. So, DJ Envy is having a Drive Your Dreams car show in Houston. He's bringing it to Houston. It's at NRG Arena. Mm. Um, 
a lot of exotic cars apparently why this nigga got a chance the rapper hat on in the picture okay whatever um <laughs> tickets are 44.99 general admission so no i will not be going <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah early bird was 19.99 vip is 200 dollars uh approved vendors is 1200 approved cars 250 like nick no no i'm not paying 45 dollars to go to dj envy's car show i'm sorry <laughs> it might be but some I nice hope, cars there i mean i would assume <laughs> <laughs> but no nah, i'd rather bucks. go to like a houston niggas car show man i'd rather go to the paul wall and slim thug car show i'm not going to the fucking mm. los Mag- do they still do los magnificos car show i remember i used to be the big mm. thing back in the day dog do they still do the Los Magnificos car I, show? I have no I idea. I never heard of it. Yeah, that shit used to be the thing back in the day, man. I doubt they do. But yeah, I will not be going to the DJ Envy car show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll have a. It might have like, some. Because I think it's cool with people like Trade the Truth and Slim Thug and all yeah. that. So I'm sure they probably show up with their slabs and all that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> But yeah, it might be just some New York exotic cars and I know slabs out there, but <laughs> I don't know. But yes, I will not be going there. <laughs> um, and now uh, I think it's time to bring back what a bro knows, man, because I got to talk about something that's been grinding my gears lately. <laughs> and I know you've seen it as well. Um, there is like a new trend on social media, especially TikTok, yeah. um, kind of targeting gym creeps <laughs> and when i say gym creeps i mean like i guess people who are being creepy towards women in the gym but i, I it's gotten kind of far it's gone kind of out of control to where women are now trying to get clout from alleging that men are being creepy when yeah. The creepiness is debatable. <laughs> okay. And it first kind of popped off with a video that went viral of a woman who said she was working out in the corner and a man randomly came up and attempted to shove a mat underneath her because it would be more comfortable. If he asked whether I wanted it, I wouldn't mind. But I think abruptly doing so and invading my space is weird, even if you are just being nice. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, <laughs> is, is is that creepiness? And when I, I stand mean, up for myself, he- my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, there's video with it too, yeah. and it definitely didn't approach like. And a lot of women were saying, "This is why we need all women gyms." Okay, yeah. and, and now we come to uh, something that went viral this week, <laughs> this past week, maybe a couple weeks ago, but. It's a video of a woman who is undressing, kind of taking her shirt off, and she's alleging that one of the guys in the background, in the way background, she had to zoom in a camera to even get this. (laughs) Um, She said uh, she alleged that he was giving her some kind of creepy look. And so in the video, she's like, can I help you? And he's like, no, what's wrong? He's like, can I help you with something? And then he's like, no, nah, I'm good. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. She's being very confrontational towards this dude. And apparently this dude works at the gym. And then he threatens to throw her out. 
and she's like you can't throw me out blah blah they go back and forth and yeah she she made this go viral it backfired on her um to the point where i think she deleted her whole tiktok (laughs) (laughs) and instagram that's always fun yeah because i think she actually did get kicked out of this gym um for doing this because yeah she zooms in and slows down a guy looking at her casually possibly in the background and confronts him and then acts like he is being a creep and yeah to to be fair this completely backfired on her but some women are uh alleging that this is still wrong and men are still creepy at the gym and this is behavior that's still way too common so Figgy what are your thoughts on this whole debacle man do you think we need all women gyms to protect at this at uh, the evil stairs at this point yes (laughs) if he if he can't because look he wasn't like look I understand look when I know when you go to a gym you kind of probably take a peek at everybody not just women you probably see a guy walk in you probably look look real quick and just keep keep it moving so if you can't even do that or you know if you're a woman and you don't even like that you might just need to go work out at home or go to an all-women gym then because i don't think he did nothing that crazy he probably looking like okay you know damn she looked good and that was it like i don't think he was trying to hit on her or i don't think he was saying damn look at that ass or uh, it seemed like it was just a regular hey look at her type thing so if you don't like that man you need to be working out at home (laughs) where nobody can see you or work or open up an all women's gym and just work there work out there but it's 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 funny that he was probably uh, um the person that worked there so he was able to kick her out (laughs) but that's ridiculous man if you if you don't want anybody looking at you at all why are you at the gym (laughs) i ain't gonna lie whenever i used to go to the gym i used to look at everybody i wasn't like staring and you know saying damn or nothing like that but sometimes you got to get a little motivated and sometimes i look around like okay she she getting it in okay (laughs) and then let me get back on my shit so it's not a crime to just look at sound like rusty hard now <laughs> it's yeah. not a crime it's not a crime to <laughs> make somebody uncomfortable looking, looking at somebody in the gym <laughs> is not a crime <laughs> but like what's wrong with just looking at somebody it, it's, it's not a, it wasn't an uncomfortable stare so i, I yeah just and she slowed it. it down and then put the caption oh damn yeah. Even though it didn't even lip sync up with it, what he, whatever he was saying. Yeah. And it, it was really trying to uh, get this dude caught up, but, man. It was really so, some evil shit so, to do. So my thing is because the caption also said trainer gets caught on camera being a pervert. What is being a pervert? <laughs> right. <laughs> so if I if I'm walking if I'm in a store and I see a good looking woman, and I you know I kind of give her a look like damn okay. Like or you know, said dang, she she kind of looked nice. Is that being a pervert? <laughs> I think a, a pervert to me is kind of going to extreme. You know what I mean, if you just sitting there staring, or you you know, 
doing something. I think turn, turning your your head sideways and being like, "Damn, yeah," or some shit like that, where everybody can hear you. Yeah, if you looking at, shit. if you constantly looking at her bend over, or you yeah. trying to peek and act like you're not looking, to me that might be a little creepy. But she's in the gym with everybody, so so if she look at, if she turn around and look at him, is she being a pervert for looking at him? because uh, no, he don't got yoga pants and a <laughs> training bra on so yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting ridiculous man I'm glad I'm kind of glad people kind of uh, made her delete her shit because yeah. this was a stretch man <laughs> yeah and I've been seeing this is the trend of women just trying to go viral by trying to get people caught up and I think it's some evil shit to do like look there are definitely cases of gym creeps like mm-hmm. look there are definitely people who try to shoot their shot in the gym and I feel like it's not really the place for that, yeah. you know. Like I, may, maybe if you went to class together and you know somebody and y'all see each other every day, yeah. At some, yeah, maybe you could do it at that point. But don't just go up to a girl on the fucking squat machine and say, "Hey, can I take you out?" Yeah, no, like, no, nah, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> not during yeah, the workout, like that. Not exactly. Yeah, not during the work. I've been in the gym often. My sister, she's a gym person. We see, we used to see people around the gym all the time, and it's kind of like a head nod or something like that. Mm-hmm. Especially because have you ever been in a place where you see somebody but you don't know them, but you kind of mm-hmm. know them from seeing them all the time? Where you like, yeah. what's going on, type of thing? It, it, it's always that type of relationship, and then probably when y'all both leaving out or something, hey, what's going on, man? And you know, mm-hmm. and then you could kind of shoot your shot a little bit. You ain't shooting yeah. your shot right. You on the squat machine or something. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that, that that might be a little strange. But yeah, yeah, she yeah. This is this is getting out of out of control, man. <laughs> it really is. There was another video earlier about um somebody who was on a like a elliptical or something, glancing at someone who was like posing in the fucking mirror with her ass <laughs> out, and it was like, look. Uh, and how the rich worshiper says yoga pants are the devil dog look I, I go to crunch fitness sometimes I go around like 10 at night and dog I ain't gonna lie it's it's like bad bitch central on the weekdays <laughs> man like women now got these fucking shorts that ride up their ass so far that it's basically like them damn near being naked damn. and they got these big asses dog so look I'll be on the Stairmaster because I'm trying to cut weight. So I'll be on the Stairmaster for like fucking an hour at a time. And it's boring doing fucking cardio for an hour, dog. So yeah, I'm going to look around. And if (laughs) if I see a fat ass, I'm not going to fucking be like, oh, let me make sure I'm not looking at that. I'm like, dog, if you you see a fat ass, you're going to look at it for a bit. Not no uncomfortable stare, but you're going to look at a nice ass when you see one. That's just how men are built. Okay, yeah. and you, you ain't got to make somebody uncomfortable. I ain't fucking. I make sure not to fucking be weird about it. But you gonna look at a big ass when you see one. You gonna look at a nice body. Shit, you you see a jack dude, you be like, I'm trying to get like that. I don't know exactly. what he be doing. Yeah. So <laughs> I be looking at everything at the gym, dog. So yeah, but the gym, dog. There, there's so many. Like the, the 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 pants are out of control now. And look, people gonna look. And I think most women don't have a problem with it as long as it's not no creepy shit. Yeah. Um, and I'll say as far as women getting unsolicited advice from men at the gym, I mean, this kind of happens to everybody, dog. Yeah. 
I think if you're a cute woman, you might get it more because, you know, dudes are just trying to, you know, kind of low key shoot a shot. Yeah. But, dude, if you in the gym a lot, you're going to get people talking to you, period. It's a like, it's community, man. Like, if, yes. you, if you go every single day, like I said, my sister, she a pro bodybuilder. So she be in there every day. And it was, uh, shoot, almost 10 years ago, I was in there every day. It's like a community, man. Like, you see the same faces at the same time. If you go going every day at 530, you're going to see the same people that's there at 530. And it's, it's like a community where you kind of look out for people. And then sometimes you want to use the same dumbbells. And you say, all right, how many sets you got? I got four more. All right, cool. And then you mind if we kind of switch? Like, it's a, it's a community. It's nothing weird yeah. going on like that. I feel like the weird shit is for the people that's new. That, yeah. that that don't go that much or you know just start going in january and, and surprise people walk up and talk to you yes like it happens man yes people are yeah uh, shout out to tad she said friend uh friend of the show my sister yeah, yeah she's a friend of the show yeah. but uh happy birthday to her she had a birthday um on the 14th so happy birthday to my sister yeah, Trent. Happy birthday piggy's sister man yeah but it's like a little community man everybody know what to do especially if you always work out you're gonna have to talk communicate share stuff but yeah just like this man in this video he he looked real quick like it could have been anything because look sometimes i'll be looking at people and i I tell my wife like damn i like her hair or hair look good Mm -hmm. or i like that outfit or sometimes i'll be like damn that look like that look like julie (laughs) like i thought that was julie for a minute it had nothing to do with me checking you out and trying to get with you or something. Yeah, like we could be I'm looking at girls' abs sometimes, man. Because sometimes yeah. you'll see a girl with like real nice abs. I'm like, how damn? How'd you get that? Yeah, it ain't even a... be nothing sexual sometimes. It's exactly. Be like, Look, damn, you fucking shredded. Yeah, let's say me and you was in the gym, and I'm like, damn, I thought that was Jasmine for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just. <laughs> and, and she gonna pull up a video, zoom in on me, just pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Right. I could have been saying yo ugly ass <laughs> or something. I could have been saying you ugly as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it's crazy, man. TikTok boys, look at this creep at the gym looking at me and pointing. <laughs> <laughs> Pervert at the gym thinks I look cute or something. <laughs> like okay. It, yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about people that record themselves in the gym like this too? Like it I seems like it's happening way more often. Yeah, for Instagram. <laughs> and look, that, that's, that's a problem too, because I know it's a lot of women only do the ass exercises videos. Okay, <laughs> I never, I hardly ever see like the fucking the barbell lifting and the shoulder work. I just see them bent over in various positions all the time, doing squats, doing <laughs> butt lifts, doing all, all the all the sexy shit. <laughs> but you can't better not be no freak shit in the comments. Yeah. It's gonna be a pervert. But it's like, look, what can y'all be honest about what y'all doing? Okay. Like when you post on Instagram, like look, you know exactly what audience you going for. Yeah. But whatever. They know what they're doing. But I don't mind recording as long as it's like some value out of it. Yeah. Like maybe you maybe you a trainer trying to put people on exercise. Maybe you're trying to look at yourself in your form. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But most are doing it for the IG. 
Yeah. And th- that that shit was weird to me, man. Just do your work out in peace. Unless you're some kind of influencer or you make money off Instagram. Like, yeah. you, nobody got to see you fucking doing your boring exercises, man. Just work out in peace. But yeah, my, that's uh, just my thought. Yeah, my sister, she good for recording, doing her little recordings, too, at the gym. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she... You know she, you know she a um, pro bodybuilder, so she yeah she do her poses in the gym. It ain't like none of those sexy ass poses. It's like one mm-hmm. of those, you know, turn around, look at yeah. my back muscles, that type of thing. So um, yeah, man, I think I don't have a problem with that either. But no, the I mean, Instagram that, girls that, that, that be doing like that, that, there's a method behind that. There's yes. a reason why you're doing that. So yeah, she ain't trying to poke her ass out or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, and I, people. Oh, well, I'm about to. I was gonna pull up a picture of my sister real quick, a video no, what hey, she no, usually hey, do. No, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, man. So this gym shit's getting out of control with people trying to expose people. There you go, uh, fucking damn yoked. <laughs> Doing the poses, yeah. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah, and she is not the type of person that. Yeah, she ain't the type of person like look at this creep trying to look at me. Yeah, people usually. And this is, and she she gets stared at a lot. A lot of, of pe- a lot of people stare at her, and then they come up to her like, "Wow, your arms are so huge," and you know it'd be something like that. It don't be a, nothing sexual. Mm-hmm. They just look at because they never seen a woman like that before. <laughs> yeah. And they be like, dang, like your abs or dang, your back muscles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you, you never know, man. Sometimes you might be a motivation to somebody. So. Yeah. And some people, people, if if you doing an exercise fucked up, mm-hmm. sometimes people will correct your form. And yeah. that's not no creep shit either. Yeah. You my, know, my like sister nobody do wants that to too. hurt your back. Yeah. So if a woman doing squats wrong or she got too much weight on it and she's got fucked up form, if a nigga come up and says, hey, you're doing that wrong, that's not like mansplaining shit. He's probably actually just trying to help you out and yeah. not see you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. But if that gets explained away as fucking the dude being weird and not solicited advice and whatever. So yeah. what are you supposed to do? Man? I think people, people will help you at the gym. Yeah. The best thing to do now is fellas just don't talk to women. <laughs> At the gym, <laughs> don't say anything. If they, if they fucking bu- trying to b- bench press something, and they about to fall, just don't even look at them. <laughs> just and turn I, I, your I head. I don't think that's fair because this is to be fair. This is a small percentage of women is that are doing this on on TikTok and Instagram. It's not the majority at all, or even like close to a half. You know, this is a small phenomenon. It, when it goes viral, it makes people think that oh, all women think like this. Yeah, well, it's not the case, man. And so, see, and see, the gym is not even like this all the time, though, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to the gym, it's not just a bunch of creepy men or anything. You got you got your cases, of course. Yeah, but it's like I said, it's a good vibe. It's mostly a good vibe in the gym, and everybody there. If you go in there five days a week at the same time. You gonna see the same people, yeah, and it's gonna be like, hey, how you doing, type thing, yeah, and ain't, ain't gonna be nothing creepy like that, and just focus on your workout, <laughs> yeah. Like I, like me and my sister used to work out. We never used to be sitting there taking pictures and talking and all mm-hmm. this. We we try to get in and out like no longer than two hours. Yep. So we just get in, we knock out our shit, we barely talk and joke, we listening to mm-hmm. music, 
And then at the end, we're like, all right, cool, we good. <laughs> so, yeah, man, yeah, people. I hate relax. people who stick around and just talk all day at the gym, man. Especially <laughs> when you hogging a machine while you do it. Yeah. That shit gets in my fucking nerves, man. Like, please <laughs> just get your sets in and move off the fucking gym yeah. or the fucking equipment. But that's a whole nother. That could be another that's a whole nother debate. Yeah. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> shit at the gym that pisses me off. There's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, but um, that's all another discussion. Yeah, man. what about yeah. what about water jug guy? I don't mind water ar- jug guy, dog. People, people, people with the- <laughs> I don't mind water jug guy because <laughs> it's annoying to having to keep going to the fucking water fountain. <laughs> and if you're doing a hardcore exercise and you got to fucking hydrate, I, like I understand it. I don't think that's bad. I I just think anything where you're hogging shit, like people who do the supersets who mm. do more than one machine at a time and they keep going back to it. So you're about to jump on the fucking, uh, I don't know, the lap pull down, but somebody's doing that and something else. And they keep going back and forth. Like nigga, choose one or the other. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or go at a time where, where there's no, I'm not, I'm not water jug guy. Type, okay. <laughs> I don't bring a water jug, but I don't see it as some kind of like weird shit to do. Like I, I fuck, I sweat a lot. I sweat yeah, a I lot at the gym. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's weird, but to me, it's, it, I feel like you a certain type of guy. You like you walk in like, yeah, I'm badass. I you know, I can't do no yeah. little water bottle. I got to get a a fucking milk jug yeah. <laughs> and fill yeah. it up with water. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of like yeah. a, that's like wearing a skinny ass um, tank top. Like I look, I can't even I can't even cover up my nipples. I got to wear a skinny yeah. ass tank top. <laughs> Like I'm that yeah. fucking cocky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like if there's a reason behind it, like if you're doing just a hardcore exercise where you just constantly need water, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I can't drink a water. Like I be peeing all the time, dog. I had to pee during this podcast, okay? <laughs> so I, I definitely can't be drinking a whole gallon of water at the gym. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't think it's super weird to do. I just don't do it personally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people who talk too much, people who talk to me at the gym get on my nerves when they talk about some bullshit. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. That's still on a debate <laughs> or discussion. But yeah. so yeah, calm, calm down at the gym, man. All you women trying to get niggas I, caught up, chill with that sh- shit. It's I not cool. Had, I should have had my sister join us and talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta do she, that. Soon. She, she liked the she liked the ultimate bro. Where she'd be like, why is oh, you focusing yeah. on everybody else? Like, why is you, <laughs> like, you need to focus on your workouts, lady. <laughs> like, ain't nobody yeah. thinking about you. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Get her on this. That says the corniest water jug guy is the guy that carries a whole gallon water bottle. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> talking about. The water gallon guy. That's what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, look, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that as being as weird, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody got their own things. Yeah. Um. Anything else happened this week we could touch on? I think that really about wraps it yeah. up, man. NBA Finals is over, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about that horse shit. <laughs> yeah. So the Warriors have won their fourth championship, and Steph Curry won his first Finals MVP over the Boston Celtics. Um, I believe it was three-two final uh. series score. Uh, four um, two, four two. My bad. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. Um, I don't even want to say congratulations because them niggas got enough, man. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to say? I'm not supposed to feel happy for the Warriors. Yeah. I'm glad for Clay because he fucking came back from a big injury. Yeah, he came he back was out and for won two years. Yeah. yeah, 
the, so I'm happy yeah, for him. The, the one thing I hate is the whole they doubted us and blah blah blah. Yeah, like I I, I, I don't know. I guess to be fair, some people did. People thought the dynasty yeah. was over. I did not think it was over because I'm like, man, they ain't really lose lose nobody but um, Kevin Durant, and we seen they were good without him before. So I'm like, damn, and they about to get. It was getting the first. I think they had the second overall pick and shit. I'm like, man, if these niggas get healthy, they might be back. So I, I never really jumped off the bandwagon. So I'm not even surprised they got back to the finals and won it. But yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. But I, I, I kind of understand because they fell off so hard, man. Yeah, yeah, they had injuries, but they were fucking missing the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, went they from missed it twice. The playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Like they went from being in the finals every they, year to, to not the worst even being team. close. They was the yeah, that net that following year after they lost the finals to the uh, mm-hmm. Raptors, they were the worst team in the league. Yeah. And then the next year I want to say they was in the play in, but they were mm-hmm. still a bad team. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. I just hate that whole they doubted it. That's that sounds like New England. Whenever mm-hmm. New England, Tom Brady wins something. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't think we'd make it this far, blah, blah, blah. Y'all was the best team all year, man. <laughs> so I, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I get that you got to have motivation. And it's hard to have motivation when you're the favorite and everybody <laughs> expects you to win. Like, sometimes it's better to be counted out. Yeah. Because that puts that fire under you. Like, yeah. oh, that you really got to make them mad. Ernesto coming in right when we wrap up, man. <laughs> What's up, dog? How you doing, man? What up, bro? We just quickly recapping the NBA finals. Um, and that's my recap. I don't really give a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> good for the Warriors, I guess. Yeah. But good for Steph getting his final, finally getting the finals MVP so people can stop holding that against him. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. How about um, every time they win something, they be like, oh, this was the best one right here. This yeah, is the of course. <laughs> at the moment, everyone feels like that. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, at the moment, it feels like the best one ever. I'm sure. That, that, but that, afterwards. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. That might be the best one out of all of them. Because the first one was kind of, for some reason, that was kind of wonky. But mm-hmm. um, that 2015 one, that was a little wonky. But that was probably the best one for them at the time. Because that was their first one in years or whatever. And um, obviously the second one when they where they should have won when it was not when it was up three one, that would have been the best one because they was the best team in history. They obviously lost that one, and then the KD ones people I don't think people really look at those as the you know good ones because they had fucking mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. So um, this one might be the best one <laughs> because you you know you won with Kevin Durant you won two I think two of them with Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And um, then you won one without him, and he haven't been to a final since. So this might be the best one for them. I think it might be like the hardest fought one, maybe in, in terms of years where they won it, because yeah. like nobody had the Warriors like just straight up winning. Well, I thought they would once they made it out the way. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. they're gonna definitely win the finals. Yeah, but um, I mean, it was close. Boston yeah. played them well. Mm-hmm. Um, won two games, so yeah. I mean, I guess in on those terms, it wasn't like them going against Cleveland in the finals, and like you knew 
Yeah. Like Cleveland might be lucky to get one game, but yeah. that's it because they just weren't equipped to deal with the Warriors. But mm. this one, I mean, the uh, Grizzlies series got a little chippy and exciting. The Celtics series got a little chippy and exciting. So, yeah, in terms of that, they might have felt like they worked harder for this one. Yeah, I, one, I, I so. think they I think they did. And like I said, they proved that they can win a championship without Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, that's because they won the early one against the Cavs. They lost mm-hmm. the one they should have won. And, um, and then right after that, they got Kevin Durant. <laughs> so to me, this one was a good one because they sh- they, you know, they fell off after Kevin Durant left. They got back on and went right back to the finals and won it. <laughs> With yeah. with the same core, and so it you know Andrew Wiggins ain't no Kevin Durant, <laughs> so they pretty much won with the same core, healthy. So this was I think this was a good one for him, and that that yeah. got that got make Kevin Durant look stupid. That got to make Kyrie Irving look stupid because they were on both of these teams, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and they both left these teams to team up with each other. <laughs> Yeah, no, it has to be rough. But I mean, they it, it, it might still work out for them. They still they young. Can, yeah. And Kevin, I think, well, Kevin Durant, I think, well, if he stops getting injured, I, I think he'll be back on that level again. Yeah. But he just got to get the right team around him. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um. Ernesto says, I know y'all are wrapping up a real quick. What was the rating for the new Drake out? We both said it was Pigpen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we said P- it was pig pen. You can go back and listen on a podcast or the video. The whole kind of pig. talked about our thoughts about it, but yeah, it was pig pen, man. We, <laughs> we 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 get into depth in deep about it, but it was it was bad. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Um, LeBron wants to join Golden State. Yeah, LeBron's such a dick. Is that dog. real? Like I really, like I think he said. I think somebody. I don't know if anybody asked him, but he said out of all the teams remaining in the playoffs, he'd want to play for Golden State, mm. which, I mean, of course he would. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> they, they were clearly the best team in the in that remaining in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, LeBron, every week he floated another team he want to play on for. I want to go back to Cleveland. I want to play with Steph Curry. I want to go to Golden State. He, oh, he wants to go to back to Miami now. Like, LeBron, get, yeah. somebody get LeBron the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> okay, I, I'm getting sick of LeBron, dog. Yeah, he, it's he, it's getting irritating, man. Yeah, like just look and see. That's and look, I, I love LeBron, and I think he's one of the greatest of all time. But mm. you gotta respect Curry, man. Steph Curry stayed with the same team all of this time, man. He stuck with the same team and got four rings. Like that, I, you gotta really appreciate that, man. Like he, he, he. Shit didn't get rough. Shit got rough um, after KD left. He could have said, "Hey, I'm, I'm. Let, let me join uh, LeBron in LA, or let me join KD in Brooklyn, or something like that." No, he, he trusts that organization. He stuck around, and they got right back, and he won a, you know, a Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, that that holds a lot of weight to me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not trying to discredit LeBron, but the hopping around shit is is old now, man. Like, people mm-hmm. want to stay and make a legacy and stick with one team. So, like, just going to the hottest team at the time is 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 goofy, man. And I think if LeBron would, you know, I, I understand him leaving the Cavs because the Cavs was kind of a shit show a little bit. 
mainly because of him and they were trying to make him happy. But mm-hmm. if he can if he could just stick around and trust an organization, stick around through a rebuild, then I think he can potentially have a Golden State type of team, man. Like if he stuck around for two, maybe two years at least, while they try to, you know, clear some cap or something and get some young players around him, he can stick around for one team for the rest of his career. But he keep on hopping to other bandwagons and bringing in Russell West, try to bring in these big three type of players with all of this money. And this is like, damn, like, bro, like, that, that shit, and I t- we talked about this before, that shit works for, like, maybe a good two years, two or three years. After that, everybody get broken down and tired. And next thing you know, he leave that team, and that team got to rebuild for three or four years. So, it's, you know, it's not a good look, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of understand LeBron don't got a lot of time left in the league, especially playing at a high level. So he kind of has to be in win now mode wherever he goes. But yeah, the jumping around and the let me go to late loom. Maybe I could go back to Cleveland. Maybe the the speculation is getting fucking annoying, man. It was cool back when the Miami shit happened. Yeah. But now, like, you almost 40 years old, man. Like, this shit's getting played out now, dog. Yeah. Talking yeah. about going to Golden State, man. Chill out. Yeah. Me, personally, I wouldn't want to um, – like, I don't care for him to go back to Cleveland, man. Like, I feel like Cleveland is in a the, in the better spot right now. Yeah. Because once LeBron come, then it's like must win. So now he want to trade you, – you're going to try to trade for Kyrie Irving and try to get all these pieces to win right now. And right now, you, I, I still don't think you could beat Golden State at this point. So, nah, man, like, just stay wherever you are, man. <laughs> yeah, but the Lakers probably want to get rid of him. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. He might have to go somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. They'll figure something out. Yeah. Ernesto says, y'all remember when the Warriors played the Rockets? Rocket fans were dropping negative reviews on Curry Wife's Restaurant. I don't even think it was open yet. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> I hilarious. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that whole thing was a fucking... Remember how she alleged that fans were, like, attacking her and shit? Yeah. And, like, put hands on her or something. I'm like, man, come on now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I just find that hard to believe. But, um, yeah, Aisha was wild and out back in the years. She said the, the league was rigged. The oh, yeah. The <laughs> one year the Warriors didn't win it. Yeah. Like, she... she she really has calmed down lately, but yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. The league was rigged. <laughs> Dog, that's one of the most infamous tweets in fucking NBA Twitter history. <laughs> I, I think that I don't know if it's rigged for money or what, but something's going on here. I'm like, okay, Aisha. I need down. to find that tweet and retweet that it. It's just hilarious, man. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, so yeah, the NBA finals is done. And football season coming up, so make sure y'all stay tuned to In the Loop for everything sports-wise going on in Houston. Football news starting to ramp up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find out what happens to Deshaun Watson. I'm hearing reports that the league is seeking a at least a one-season suspension. So we will see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, a lot going down. So make sure you keep it tuned in to In the Loop 10 to 2, Sports Radio 610, Figgy Fig, of course. 
remember hashtag Figgy Day. Yeah. Uh, so we, at, uh, Sylvester Turner. Yeah. So we trying to we trying to get me a day in Houston. So everybody got a day. I want to try to get a day in Houston. Get a key to the city. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, everybody knows. Everybody knows Figgy in the city, man. We need a Figgy day. Tweet Mary Turner and say Figgy need a day. Tag us. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Figgy day, twenty twenty three. We need it happening, man. So yeah. Mm Um, and yeah, thank y'all for kicking it with us. Uh, we forgot to close out the stream for the Anita Baker, but oh, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah, get, yeah. If they get taken down, fuck it. No, I don't give a fuck anymore, yeah. okay? Look, <laughs> YouTube could suck it if they want to take it down from Anita Baker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all kicking it with us. Everybody who chimed in on YouTube or Twitch, uh, shout out to Tab, shout out to Holly Rachel Worshipper, shout out to Ernesto. <laughs> Um, yeah, appreciate y'all coming through, man, and kicking it with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you get Figgy a day. Make sure the campaign stuff. Yeah, appreciate y'all helping out with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thanks for kicking it with us, man. We'll do it again next week, probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> until next time. Peace. It's Figgy Fig, and I gotta tell you guys about Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness. I've been having some serious lower back and neck issues over the past few years, and finally, I decided to get it checked out with Dr. Pittman. Pittman Chiropractic and Wellness specialize in neck and back pain, muscle and joint pain, sports injuries, auto accidents, and so much more. Don't walk around in pain like I was. Schedule your appointment with Dr. Pittman today. 346-774-2887. That's 346-774-2887. Or you can schedule online at PCAWellness.com, PCAWellness.com, and tell them Figgy Fig sent you.